Power 99 Sports Presentation. Classic Hits Power 99 Sports presents high school football. Third down, long four at the Sandhills Thetford 11. Motion left to right. Set him up in the eye formation. He's going to give it to his fullback, Lobby, and he walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Overton. Ryan Lobby's in for the first time tonight from 11 yards out. This afternoon, a district title is on the line in Class D2 as the Elwood Pirates host the Overton Eagles. High school football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Elwood will have it first and 10 on their own 15-yard line. And on a toss sweep, Elwood's going to try and get outside and waits for the blockers to get there. It took a long time, but he does pick up a few yards, maybe out to the 18-yard line again to three. After winning only one game last season, Elwood has only lost once this year. Overton has bounced back from an 0-2 start to post six straight wins. It's the Eagles and the Pirates coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Elwood with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a rare Thursday afternoon matinee here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're so glad you're along with us because we have got what should be two outstanding football games on this Thursday, the final week of the regular season, both district championship games, which means the winner is going to go to the playoffs. But in this situation, all four teams that we'll be bringing you today are going to the playoffs. Here we are in Elwood for the first time in quite a while, and you'll hear from Patrick Ropers and those in the Fort Kearney Conference in this area know that Elwood, unfortunately, was one of those programs just four years ago that had to uh, cancel their season. They didn't have enough kids. Uh, They had enough to start the season, got some kids banged up, and then they had to just set their season aside. And now... I don't want to say that's commonplace, but it does happen. But they were one of the first teams that that happened to. And now, after going to six-man, they went to eight-man last year. And here they are, a chance to win a district championship, a program that has had some success, although a little bit over a decade ago, uh, going into the state playoffs and actually uh, just a win away from uh, making it all the way down to Lincoln. And they're trying to get back there with uh, the Elwood Pirates setting at 6-1. and For Overton, maybe a little bit of a surprise the way the season started, and then you find out what happened uh, to those first two teams that they played in Elm Creek, who's undefeated, and Kennesaw, who has just the one loss on the year. And now Overton has won five in a row, and this is a football team that could go deep in the D2 playoffs once again. Kennesaw just 6-1 and one on the season, and Elm Creek 7-0, and oh, and then after that they've rolled off five straight victories, with the biggest one coming against 5-2 and two Pleasanton. Now the other four teams uh, don't have winning records, so they want to prove today that uh, they've got some momentum and uh, can go into the state playoffs as maybe a favorite here. This is a really kind of an important game to see which one of these teams should be good enough to go two, three rounds in the Class D2 playoffs, and then after that, you never know what's going to happen. Tonight, here on Power 99, we'll head back up the road, and the undefeated Elm Creek Buffaloes take on the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City. 
Uh, the Rebels are undefeated, or the Buffaloes are undefeated, and the Rebels have won six in a row since a one-touchdown loss on opening night to Fullerton, who only has one loss on the season. So there's a good little merry-go-round of teams that are undefeated, one loss, two losses, that have played each other and could make some noise going into the state playoffs, which for eight-man begin one week from today, and for the 11-man teams will begin one week from tomorrow. So those are our two games today. You can also hear them on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. And then we've got a bevy of football for you tomorrow. Here on Power 99, Gibbon will play Wood River. On ESPN 1460, Kearney Catholic will be at Holdridge. ESPN 1550, Kozad will be taking on Adams Central. And the big one in Class B, Hastings High and Northwest on 1230 AM KHAS. Plus tomorrow is State Cross Country. Tiffany Dickow of Elwood will be representing the Pirates there. And uh, you take a look at what's our high line, I guess we should say there, uh, with the Bulls. This will be the uh, final season for Elwood as just Elwood for the time being. All other sports are now co-opted with Eustis Farnham, and they're called the Highline Bulls. But because of the way the football is, the state sets your schedule every two years. The teams had to play separately, and Eustis Farnham having themselves a good season down in the six-man. So it'll be interesting to see when they combine next year uh, how things will play out. It's a sunny but cool afternoon here in Elwood. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. We'll have a chance to talk to Coach Paul Husenfeld of the Eagles of Overton and Patrick Ropers of the Pirates of Elwood right after this on Classic Hits, Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Anywhere fall activities take you, Friesen Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot. Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford, just off I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. Get ready for a little afternoon football as Overton takes on Elwood and head coach Paul Husenfeld joining us here on Power 99. And coach, uh, these afternoon games, you got a big one here. Uh, sometimes if it's week two or three, you go out with a different uh, focus. But what is it about this Thursday afternoon game that's going to be different uh, than the rest of the games you've played this season? Um, you know, this uh, this game's kind of it's a twofold for us. Uh, one, it's for the district title, and two, it's uh, for a higher seed uh, going into state the state playoffs. Uh, so um, it's it's a big win for us, and I think the kids are confident and, and ready to go, and, and they want to get the district title and move on, and we're ready to play already. 
Well, let's talk about we knew what the schedule was going to be like for your team. Maybe not sure who was going to win how many games, but when you start 0-2 and you only score six points in those first two games, albeit against two really good football teams, might be a little head scratch and not what you were looking for coming out of summer. What has happened since that game against uh, Kennesaw? Um, I don't think anything's just happened. We made some movements. We put Elijah at the running back position, and and uh, Ryan Johnson's really stepped up at, at the quarterback position to be able to get what we want uh, accomplished. So that's kind of the only two major things that really made the move. Um, we just had to believe in ourselves, and I think we were just a little uh, hesitant on our uh, linemen and, and stuff like that. So we just got some belief that we could do it. Um, those games could have went either way. Both of those games, uh, they came down to just executing some fundamentals and you know, the score might be the other way. So um, I, it wasn't that I was upset that we were 0-2. We just, uh, we just need to make some changes, and we did, and, and it ended up working out to our advantage. Sometimes that's hard to convince the young men to be able to do that. How did you go, ahead, how did you go about doing that, especially when one of them was right there in your household? Um, you know, it wasn't hard. Uh, he kind of, he, he never really wanted to play that position, so um, it was more kind of forced on him because we needed somebody to step up, and he was our uh, most athletic person that's had experience at that. And so um, to make the move, he was actually really happy about it, uh, but I, it was one of those situations where he had to um, still earn the, the spot. You know, it wasn't just going to be given to him, and, and he worked hard to earn that spot, and, and it's worked out for us so far. So, um, and then moving Ryan to that, or you know, having him—he was kind of our backup, anyways. Having him step up has been a, a huge uh, spot for us. So, have, anytime you can get a senior in there that's really wanting to play, it's always a good thing. And so, his heart and soul is in the uh, making himself better. Overton head football coach Paul Husenfelt with us here. You've got some guys on that line in Keen Martin and Morgan Olmstead that obviously had some preseason uh, real good notoriety, even Keen being on the cover of Huskerland Prep. How have they played for you up front this year on both sides of the ball? Yeah, um, all of our linemen. They've always, we've always done a great job of developing them, and they've done a great job of stepping up. You know, Maybe not um, to the standard of where we've had some in the past, but maybe even last year, but Keen's done a great job, um, and all my linemen, they've, they've all done a great job. You know, you put half of our linemen that aren't starting on other squads, and they're probably starting on their squads just because of the heart and the soul that they give uh, every time they, they're out there. You know, when we run the ball as much as we do um, and not pass it, you know, we got to have people that can step up and play different positions, and Keen's done that, and, and um Morgan's done that, so it's just nice that uh, they believe in what we do. So um, it makes their job a lot easier when we know we're going to run most of the time and pass. So uh, they could go out and get after some people, and, and that's how we've kind of been living the last three years. <laughs> well, Overton is another one of those teams in our area that has that long, proud tradition, and uh, you were the overwhelming favorite in your district. You knew somebody else was going to step up. Pleasanton was one of them, but Elwood's probably the biggest surprise of any team in our area, not that they couldn't do what they did with all the kids coming back, but what a turnaround from not even having football a handful of years ago to playing you guys for the district title, and they don't mind putting up some points, so what do you see from the Pirates today? Yeah, um, they got some. They got some athletes that are believing in the program right now, and that's that's always good to see. Um, we, anytime we, we can have a district that's competitive, that makes us look a lot better too. So, 
Um, I think we got one of the better competitive uh, districts out there right now, and uh, it, Elwood's kind of just stepped up. They got two great athletes. Um, I think if we can stop those two athletes, then we'll have a great chance. You know, Schutz is a great quarterback. He scrambles, he moves, and he's just an intense player. Um, and then the Evans kid's just doing a great job catching the ball, getting long, and, and so if we can limit his catches and uh, contain the quarterback, I think we have a great chance of uh, pulling this one off, but uh, it's it's going to be a dogfight. Sometimes in eight or even six-man football, you get a guy like Connor Schutz. He can really control both sides of the ball, being the dynamic athlete that he is. Have you seen a team like that? And what do you do when you face a team that is maybe not eight guys across the board all the same, and you do have those one or two that you really need to focus on, and they are getting the job done too? Well, like I said, offensively, if we can control those two guys, uh, we'll be fine. Defense, or excuse me, defensively, uh, offense. You know, I think we're we're going to stay true to what we are. Um, we're going to run at you. We're going to make you have to um, play your position tough, and and we're going to grind it out, and we're going to make you um, as tired as we can, so that on the offensive end, maybe um, you make mistakes or something. So um, we're not really going to change what we who we are and what we do. We're just going to if we see a uh, maybe somebody that isn't is getting out of position or maybe isn't as strong, you know, we're gonna we're gonna hit that hard just like any coach would and take advantage of that. So we're just gonna take advantage of what the work they're gonna give us and uh we'll go right at them. Last moment with Overton head coach Paul Husenfeld. Well, Elwood has Connor Schutz. You obviously have Ryan Lobby. He's your leading rusher going into the playoffs. He should get 1,000 yards this season. He's your leading tackler on defense. Uh, here's a kid that's never been afraid to mix it up from day one. Yeah. I mean, all of our, all of our kids, uh, we're, we're, they're not scared. They're not scared of anybody. Um, we've watched enough tape over in the next uh, in the last eight weeks to know that uh, – you know the West is is something that we have a very good chance of, uh, you know, doing a, a great job. So um, with it, they're just ready. Um, they're kind of tired of looking at film, watching film. They're they're ready to go after people and and getting uh, really in their face. So you know, and Ryan's one of those guys too. And and that's one thing that we we never really uh, are big on. Um, one person getting the job done. We're always um, focused on the team getting it done, and, and Ryan's been a part of that, and Ryan knows that, and he knows he only goes as far as the guys that are up front on the offensive end and on the defensive end, is, uh, as far as the guys up front can uh, take up some blocks so he can go get some tackles too. So um, We're a team atmosphere, and we're going to stick that way, and, and we're going to go at everybody um, from this day on. Well, hopefully all eyes and ears are on this game, a rare Thursday afternoon, and it's for the district title. So, Paul, appreciate the time, and best of luck the rest of the way. I appreciate it. That's over to Eagle Head Football Coach Paul Huesenfeld. We'll be back and catch up with Patrick Ropers of Elwood as the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show continues on Power 99. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper. North of railroad on first. On the bricks. Downtown. Carney for a free estimate. We've got a great doubleheader planned for you today here on Power 99. A couple of district champions will be crowned in eight-man football, and the Elwood Pirates have made one of the biggest turnarounds, not just in one year, but in a couple of years. They play Overton today for the district championship, and head coach Patrick Ropers is joining us here for their home finale. And uh, coach, I guess that's where we want to start big picture. I know a lot of questions and a lot of talk is there. This is a program that had to forfeit their season just a couple of years ago, and now you're one away from the district championship. Talk about the turnaround and what that all entailed and what that took to be where you are this afternoon. Well, we've had a, a really good group of kids come through these years. Um, the the seniors now have were our first group back after that canceled season, and they've they've done a lot of good things for us. We've had a lot of kids start since they were freshmen. You know, we had to make the jump down to six man, and which I we had to, and and there's nothing wrong with that. And we've kind of built back up and got some more numbers and got a couple more kids out <clears throat> along the way, and and that's given us some some depth this season, which I I really like, especially up front. You know, offensively and defensively line, we've we've had some depth this year. So, and I and I think our kids have kind of started to realize. I mean, this is it. I mean, we don't have Elwood football across our chest anymore. And so, I think they've really taken that at heart. And that's they've really put in the time this summer and camp and and this fall as well. You also take a look at uh, bouncing back, as you said, from six-man to eight-man. Was that a hard transition? I mean, I know you were familiar with the six-man game, but for your guys, was that a tough transition? Yeah, I mean, it, they got so used to everybody being eligible, a quarterback can't run, and then all of a sudden now it's the opposite. Now your quarterback can't run, and instead of looking to throw, take off, and there were some small things like that. I thought probably more defensively where you don't see a lot of teams in six-man get in an eye and ground and pound and all that stuff. Where an eight-man, you're in double tight, and they just run it up the gut and down your throat. And when you're not really used to that, it takes time. And I think we we saw that last year where we have a lot of the same kids. We just weren't maybe ready for the physicality of, of the eight-man game. I mean, none of those kids have ever played eight-man before until last year, so it was new to them. And and so I think that's been probably the, the biggest turnaround from our defensive side is just being more physical up front. We're talking with Patrick Ropers, the head coach of Elwood. It's also the last year of Elwood football because you guys co-op and everybody else is highline right now. Do the kids realize that? You know, I think this summer – a lot of the kids maybe didn't really have that click, so to speak. But as we get closer, I think it's starting to hit a lot of our kids um, that, I mean, this is it. And and we've got quite a few kids who've had parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles come through this school. And so for them not to have it anymore, I think it's starting to 
click with them that this is it and what do we want to make of it and we and we've been talking about it all summer like what what legacy do you want to leave on this proud program and be the last group to go through coach at what point did you guys as co- it's probably different but as coaches and maybe as players see that things were clicking this year as opposed to the one win last year was there a point this season where you went hey things are working out uh, kind of like we had hoped they would you know, I I think that um, Med Valley game <clears throat> was probably a big turning point for us. The Shuts kid got hurt early, and, you know, anytime you lose a good athlete like that or lose a quarterback, it, it's going to change some things. But I thought our kids got tough when they had to and, and grinded out a game, you know, that was real close with a Med Valley team that I think's okay and and pretty decent i think they'll they'll get in so i i think that was kind of the game that had a lot of our kids around that say okay we won without connor we will be okay let's talk a little bit about uh what we've seen from your team on the field obviously the last couple of weeks everybody's kind of got to play you've been an offensive juggernaut against a couple of teams that have been struggling but uh, you had the big win against pleasanton that opened everybody's eyes you had the one loss against axtell who looks like they might also go seven and one this season what were a couple of things that uh, in those two games specifically you had to get better at and that you have gotten better at here the last couple of weeks well, with Axtell, we didn't have shuts, so obviously that changes a lot of things. You know, we take Jacob and put him at quarterback. Well, now we don't have quite that down-the-field throwing threat um, where if he plays there with Connor at quarterback. So we had to kind of modify some things a little bit. Um, and, and we were in that game. I mean, we were up at half, and we kind of got to the fourth quarter, and we kind of went flat and 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 give kudos to Axel and their coaching staff. They kind of changed some things up, and they seem to be rolling right now where they just kind of run down your throat, and for some reason we weren't ready for that. But I think ever since then our D's kind of stiffened up, and, I, and I've always felt all year long our D's kind of been our our solid foundation for us, and our offense is kind of finally starting to catch back up and, and be more efficient. You've brought up Connor Schutz. Uh, for those that don't know, he is the man for this football team, obviously. He leads you in defense with tacklings. He's your quarterback. He's thrown for 14. He's ran for seven more. He's accounted for nearly 1,350 yards of total offense. But uh, it takes a lot for him to do what he needs to do. Tell me what the line matchup is going to be like here this afternoon against Overton. Yeah, he, he does a lot of good things for us. He's very athletic. Um, he's real long. You know, and, and he's been a uh, placer at wrestling the last couple of years. So, I mean, he, he's he got that competition side down. Um, we're we're going to have to be really physical up front with Overton um, and try to give him some lanes to run and throw and try to get our guys um, the ball in space. I, I think we got some really solid skill guys. I mean, everybody knows about Jacob Evans, but we've got other guys I think that can do some good things and so um we're gonna have to try to find some matchups and 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 we're gonna have to be physical up front on both sides doug in in order to um be with overton well this looks like it should be an exciting time it's been a few years since elwood's been in this position so coach uh, thanks for the time today and best of luck this afternoon 
All right, thank you. That's Patrick Roper's head coach of the Elwood Pirates, and we'll be back with the starting lineups for this afternoon's district championship game right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Patrick Roper is the head football coach at Elwood. We're back here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, getting you ready for the starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Eagles of Overton. The center is number 97, 245-pound sophomore Dalton Carlson. The guards are number 79, 280-pound senior Keen Martin. Number 88 is a 235-pound senior Morgan Olmstead. At the ends, number 3, 185-pound senior Jacob Surridge. And number 18, 165-pound sophomore, Wyatt Ryan. The fullback is number 45, 180-pound senior, Ryan Lobby. He actually leads the team in rushing. The eyeback is number 32, Elijah Husenfeld. Now, he couldn't. He started the season uh, in the backfield uh, running the quarterback, so he's right about there at the same yardage as Lobby, but he hasn't played as many uh, carries in the backfield. And the quarterback, number 22, 140-pound senior, is Ryan Johnson. Head coach Paul Husenfeld, assisted by Eric Ryan, Jacob Jensen, and Marcus Harvey. We'll be back and take a look at the starting lineup for the Pirates of Elwood right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Welcome to Freddy's. How's it going, bud? My parents said we're going plant-based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A pumpkin pie concrete, please. You got it, sir. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Pumpkin Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Hi, this is Jim Baldonado with The Home Agency. Have you been watching this cattle market? Whether you sell cattle in the fall or after the first of the year, you should look at a product called LRP. What LRP does is put a floor under these cattle in case the market drops. Most producers do this with their corn, soybeans, and wheat. Why not do it with their cattle? The Home Agency is one of the largest riders of LRP in the country, and we would like to do business with you. Call home, the home agency that is, at 1-800-245-4241. That's 1-800-245-4241. Let's continue on with our starting lineups now for the Pirates of Elwood, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. The center is number 55, 185-pound sophomore Ian Corder. The guards are number 50, 200-pound junior Kyle Hort, and number 51, 210-pound senior Coy Bennett. At the ends, number 10, 135-pound senior Timmy Smith, and number 12, 165-pound senior Jacob Evans. In the backfield at fullback, number 28, 160-pound senior Hunter Rios. The halfback, number 22, 140-pound junior Trevor Yurgis. And the quarterback, number one, 175-pound junior Connor Schutz. The head coach of the Pirates is Patrick Ropers, assisted by Kurt Corder and Luke Glenn. The Elwood Pirates are 6-1 and one on the season. Elwood's only loss came to Axtell in week three, 42-18. As you heard, they were ahead in the second half before Axtell pulled away. For Overton, they lost to undefeated Elm Creek and 6-1 and Kennesaw before running off five consecutive victories. Our injury report, and we 
never like to have those, but there are some from time to time, and it's brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Pretty good shape for both of the football team coming into tonight's game. Elijah Husenfeld is nursing a little bit of a hip injury, and that could be significant tonight in the running back, and that means Lobby probably would see a little more uh, work. And Timmy Smith rolled up an ankle in practice yesterday, and since we talked to Coach Ropers, that might be questionable whether he goes in this game or not. If he doesn't, you would see Hank Green coming into the ball game, a 205-pound senior moving to fullback, and Rios would move to tight end. That's your injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life. Elwood won the toss. They'll receive, and we will kick it off right after this on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Overton, Elwood, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Bader Insulation and Sandblasting in Elwood is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Insulation provides many benefits for your home and business. Blown-in fiberglass insulation offers fast application that quickly fills the spaces in your home with high-quality insulation that conforms to the spaces in the most effective way. As members of the community, Bader Insulation and Sandblasting is dedicated to ensuring their friends and neighbors achieve their goals for their home and business. Let us put over 35 years of experience into your project. We are ready to go, and Overton will hit a line drive kick that's picked up at the 8-yard line on the right hash, 10 to the 15. Jacob Evans up to the 20, tries to tight rope the sideline, runs into coach, and out of bounds he'll go at the 21. So that's where Elwood will get things started at their own 21, and let's immediately take a look at what Coach Roper's decided to do here. It looks like Hank Green is going to be in that backfield, and Timmy Smith may be a scratch for the rest of the game as he rolled his ankle in practice yesterday so that would move uh, Smith 200 pounder uh, to the fullback and Rios out to the end Connor shuts empty backfield wing formation and he's going to throw on the first play of the game pump fake now he's flushed has to roll to his left gets back to the line of scrimmage good juke move it to the 25 lowers his shoulder to the 30 he's going to be shoved out of bounds right at the 30 yard line a gain of nine Connor shuts and that's what he can do and that's going to be a big part of the football game and you have to give credit right up front here Elwood's offensive line was able to give him time to get out of there and scramble a little bit. He had a chance to throw the football, but didn't like what he saw down the field and went ahead and tucked it up. Second down and one at the 29 as he stepped out of bounds to stop the clock. Split out wide to the right is Zacob Evans. He is the big wide receiver threat here. Single wing to the right side. They'll send Evans in motion and give it to him on an end around. He'll head up the field around the left side first down and be shoved out of bounds again at the 33-yard line. That's going to be a gain of four for Evans. So there's quite a few guys on this football team that can carry the game, uh, carry the ball, and Evans is one of them. Anybody after shuts, it's about a even between 25 and 40 carries on the season. So Evans will pick up four at the first down and 10 here for the Pirates. Back to the double wing, no wideouts. Shuts will send in motion from right to left. Hank Green, and he's going to try and keep it himself on a quarterback keeper around the left side. He gets into the secondary and steps out of bounds 
short of the 40-yard line to about the 39. A gain of nearly 6-5 on the play, we're going to say. Five yards, and it'll be second down and five. Again, Arcadia Loop City and Elm Creek later tonight. Our officiating crew uh, coming out of Arapahoe. They're going to head over to Med Valley tonight as they take on Sandhill Steadford. Second and five on the inside handoff. It's going to go to Yergis. Yergis from left to right makes one man miss. Dives for the pylon here, or the first down marker, I should say, and it looks like he's got it to the Overton 36-yard line, and that's in case, that is the case. Second first down here for Elwood. So the opening drive of the football game, 11-20. We've had a lot of plays, but every play until that one had gone out of bounds to stop the clock, so we haven't even chewed up a minute yet. And two first downs here for the Pirates as they are on the near side, the south side of the field in front of Overton. Smith in motion, back to pass, looking, look, green in motion. They'll throw it out here in the flat, and it is going to be bobbled and still caught at the first down marker at the 25-yard line by Jacob Evans. And that's enough for a first down. The first completed pass of the ball game is good for 11 yards, and it'll be first down and 10. So Elwood moving on this opening possession of the football game to the 25. It would be interesting to see how this played out from an offensive standpoint here as they're ready to wind the clock here after the first down. And on first and 10. Shuts, hard count, and Overton jumped. So we've got a penalty flag on the play. Our first penalty of the ball game will be offsides here against the Eagles. That was a good hard count because three different Eagles jumped across the line of scrimmage. And they'll wind the clock again. First down and five. Ball at the 20-yard line. Shuts takes the snap. Empty backfield has pressure. He's going to have to step up, and he can't get rid of it. He wanted to just throw the ball away, and he was able to just get back to the uh, original line of scrimmage and then drop there. Jacob Surge was in there to help bring him down, and he's going to lose three on the play. It'll be second down and eight. So they got the shuts on that one, and it'll be second down and eight yards to go. Ball at the Overton 23-yard line. Every snap has had basically a different formation. This time, twins to the right. Overton wants to bring pressure from the left. Dropping back, looking for a little screen. It's complete to Green, and he's hit behind the line of scrimmage and dropped for a loss on the play. Nice job over there by Wyatt Ryan, the sophomore. Of course, Eric is the assistant coach, and that's actually a loss of one on the completed pass to Green. They figure if you can get that ball into Hank Green's hands at 2.05, he's going to be able to run over some of those smaller defensive backs. Third down and nine now for Elwood. And they've got it at their own 25-yard line. So was not able to take advantage of that five-yard penalty on first down. Double wing, no wide out. Shuts, hard count, little movement, but no flag. Here comes some pressure. Throws it out to the flat and wide open is going to be Jurgis. Jurgis to the 15, the 10, and he's going to be tripped up inside the five-yard line down to about the one. Nice little screen pass out there to Jurgis, who was uncovered, and it's going to be a gain of 24 on the play, and it'll be first down and goal at the one. So Elwood looking to get on the board first here in this, what has turned out to be district championship game. They'll go I formation for the first time. Shuts the center, or is under his center, takes the snap, pitch play right side Jurgis, and he's going to be dropped behind the line of scrimmage. I thought maybe just a straight quarterback sneak and a loss on the play to about the two-and-a-half-yard line. It's right at the extra point line. 
So we'll say a loss of one. And it'll be second down and goal at the two-and-a-half yard line. And this is where the difference is right in the interior line. Elwood doesn't match up with Overton, and that's probably why you won't see a lot right up the middle. In motion, Green from right to left. Quarterback keeper will follow him, and Schutz gets into the end zone. Touchdown, Elwood. A three-minute, two-second drive is capped on a two-yard touchdown run by Connor Schutz, and the Pirates are on the board first here, six to nothing on the opening drive of the football game. Five points bank touchdown from two yards out for Connor Schutz, and now they will line up to go for the two-point conversion. This game could come down to conversions. These are very important. Double wing again, shuts by himself, wants to throw, now he's going to tuck it up, tries to scramble, makes one man miss, and the ball is hit right at the goal line, but they give it to him. They say two-point conversion. The ball was fumbled, but right as he got to the goal line, and Schutz will get credit for the two. 8.58 to go in the first quarter. It's Elwood 8, over to nothing here on Power 99. Security First Bank in Overton proudly supports this high school broadcast and wish the athletes good luck in the competition. Security First Bank in Overton strives to improve the lives of families and businesses they serve with high-quality financial services. With a small-town-friendly attitude, they treat each customer like a good neighbor and have been committed to those standards since 1898. Security First Bank in Overton, a relationship you can count on. Member FDIC. What if there were an easier way to make sense of farm data? A smarter way to make decisions? A better way to harness the power of precision agriculture? There is. Introducing Agellum by CHS. Agellum is a customizable farm planning and management platform that analyzes your farm's unique data, empowering better agronomic and economic decisions. Contact your CHS agronomist or yield point specialist to get started. Agellum. Activating data. Well, you see it a lot at the 8-6 and six man level. One of your big boys will come up and kick off, and that's what Elwood has in Kyle Court as he boots it away. High, short one. Vance is back there along with Kohanic. Kohanic will take it at the 10, up to the 15, right side 20, 25, and the kicker, Court, decleats him at the 30-yard line, and that's where Overton will start their first offensive possession of the football game. First and 10 at the 30. Elwood scored on their opening possession. 59-yard drive. The key play was a 24-yard pass to Jurgis out of the backfield on third and 10. Got him all the way down to the one. Two plays later, they were able to take it in. So first and 10, Overton. Single wing to the left. Houston felt the back. He'll come out of the backfield lobby. They'll pitch it to him on a swing play. He'll turn up the field at the 35, down the sideline, 40. He's tight roping the sideline, and he cannot stay in. And for Elwood, they were one step away from seeing this game nearly tied. He gets across the 35 and down to about the 31-yard line. That's a gain of 19 on the first carry of the ball game for Lobby. And again, I expect Lobby's going to get the majority of the load here today with Husenfeld banged up a little bit with that hip injury. And they have put Elijah in the halfback slot left. They will move him in motion from left to right. Pitch play following his blocker lobby. Cuts it up, and he's going to run over a couple of Pirates inside the 30 to about the 27-yard line. Going to be a gain of five on a play, maybe four. We'll say four, second down and six on Elijah's first carry of the ball game. So coaches and their boys out there on the field for both teams. 
You've got a couple of uh, those out there for Overton is what we should say with Husenfeld and Ryan. Second down at 6-8, nothing. Elwood, 8-15 to go first quarter, and Overton on their first possession, marching it down the field, pitch sweep left for Lobby, Lobby to the 25-20, and nobody touches him into the end zone. Ryan Lobby, a 27-yard touchdown run for Lobby. Two carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown, and it doesn't take Overton very long to answer, just 54 seconds on a 27-yard run by Ryan Lobby, our five-points bank touchdown. And now Overton gets ready for the extra point, and it looks like we'll stay in that two-point mode both ways here this afternoon. And Johnson comes up under center. Husenfeld out to the left. They'll send him in motion, put him in the backfield, hand it off to the fullback, and this time nowhere to go for Addie Vance, who they put in there, and the conversion is no good. So with 8.04 to go in the first quarter, it's Elwood 8 and Overton 6. You're listening to District Championship Football here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Overton Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and all area high school teams in and out of the game this year. Call Overton Sand and Gravel for when you need it rocked. Overton Sand and Gravel is the only name you need to remember. They carry everything from crushed concrete to river rock, decorative rocks, and gravel for driveways. There's no job too big or small for Overton Sand and Gravel. Commercial or residential, concrete, and other rock. Overton Sand and Gravel, serving Overton and surrounding areas. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. Wyatt Ryan kicks it off, and Elwood will take the ball at the six-yard line. Evans up the right side now decides to change the course of his field from right to left to the 15 to 20. Gets the sideline, 35-30, and he'll finally be uh, brought out of bounds there by the man that did the kickoff, Wyatt Ryan. Got him outside the 35 to about the 36, 37-yard line. So offense hasn't had a problem moving the football for either team. Took a few more plays for Elwood as they ground out four first downs. They're actually going to say he stepped out of bounds before the 35. It'll be about the 33. 8-6 Elwood. 7.54 to go here in the opening quarter. Elwood goes to that double wing. Shuts takes a late snap, and there is going to be a penalty flag. I think the center forgot to snap the ball. So our first penalty of the ball game on Elwood. Each team with one penalty for five yards, and that'll back him up to the 28 first down and 15. Don't forget, we've got Thursday night NFL football on ESPN 1460 and 1550 tonight as the Vikings host the Redskins at 720. So first and 15, Shuts wastes no time, takes the snap, rolls to his left, wants to throw, back across the middle of the field, the ball's broken up. Nice play, trying to get it to Evans. It was Max Kohanek who knocked it away. Addie Vance was in on the coverage, and Kohanek tipped it up in the air and just about able to grab it with his offhand. First pass attempt that is incomplete from Schutz. He is three for four now for 34 yards. Second down and 15 at their 27. Green is your wing back to the right. 
And they'll bring the wing back from the left. Jurgis in motion. Fake it to him. Shuts wants to keep it himself. This time, nowhere to go. The Overton defense all over it. Lobby is in there, but the first man to get to him was Christian Smith, it looks like. And it's going to be no gain on the play. We'll call it third down and 15. So after being able to move the ball fairly successfully on their opening drive, Elwood in a little trouble here on their second drive. Third and 15 at their own 27-yard line. Leading 8-6 to six with 7.15 to go here in the first quarter of play. Twins will spread out to the right, and they will put way to the left side, Jacob Evans. Coach Roper's trying to get everybody set. They weren't lined up properly. They may have to burn a timeout. Three wide outs. Shuts will take the snap. Has green back for protection. Rolls right, looking deep. Finally uncorks it over the middle of the football field. It's tipped it incomplete. He was trying to get it in the hand of Trevor Yurgis, who was not open. Good defense out there by Addy Vance to knock it away, and the Pirates will have to punt after a three-and-out, which started with that illegal procedure penalty. So fourth and 15, ball at the 27-yard line, and Court stands back there to do the punting. And back deep is Kohanek for Overton. He'll stand at about his own 20. Not much win, but what win there is, Elwood will be kicking into. And before we can get the punt away, we've got a timeout called by Elwood, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. 6.55 to go in the first quarter, Elwood 8, Overton 6. Ooh, that light lunch didn't cut it. And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing. Enough is enough. Stop the growl with Amigo's new quesadilla snackers. A mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef, bacon bits, and Amigo's ranch. They're just the right size at just the right price. Don't deal with a grumbling stomach. Stop the growl for only $1.99 with new quesadilla snackers only at Amigo's. Limited time only. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda with you here, getting ready for the Pun attempt of the Elwood Pirates. It's 4th and 15 at their 27. The snap is off, but Court puts his paw out there, gets it away. Low line drive kick, and Kohanek's just going to let it go. This may have worked out the best for Elwood because it's going to roll inside the 10, down to about the 8-yard line. That's a 45-yard punt with no return, and Overton will take over. But remember, it just took Overton three plays on the ground to go 50 yards in their opening possession, 8-6 to six Elwood, here in this D2 District Championship game. Overton loves to run the football. They don't put it in the air very much here with their quarterback and Ryan Johnson. No matter where they are on the football field, it's kind of old-school Overton. Lobby in the backfield. Houston felt line up in the slot right. They put him in motion. They'll hand it to Lobby. Fullback dive. Comes across the 10. Tripped up. Stuck the ball out to about the 13. So a good... Fullback surge there. They're actually even going to put him out there, maybe even closer to the 14-yard line. So it'll be second down and five. Lobby already with that 27-yard touchdown run. And he is a horse, and this is what Overton wants to do. They've got the advantage in the middle, up front three, at least on offense and defense with the line. So that's why Lobby, the bruising back, could give him trouble. This time they'll turn, hand it to Husenfeld on a misdirection. He bounces off the first man, and he's drugged down at the 21-yard line, enough for a first down, a gain of seven on the play. And in there on the tackle is going to be Jaden Cole. So seven yards for Husenfeld. He's got two carries for 11 yards here in the football game, and Overton 
on the march after taking the ball inside their own 10-yard line. Didn't take them long to get a first down. And let's see what Elwood is able to do here to slow them down because big plays, pretty much every carry here, you're getting 4, 5, 19, 27 a crack. Again, Husenfeld in motion. They will hand it off inside lobby. Stiff arm breaks a tackle at the 20. Gets to the 30. He's at midfield. Now it's a foot race. Shutt's trying to run down lobby, and he can't do it. Touchdown, Ryan Lobby, this time from 59 yards away. And the second touchdown of the afternoon for Lobby and the Overton Eagles. And just like that, Lobby's at 110 yards, and this is what Overton was worried about coming into the football game here this afternoon was stopping the power of the Overton Eagles. Now they'll line up to go for the two-point conversion. Our five points bank touchdown. Five points bank, the better bank in Kearney. A 59-yard run. Now the two-point conversion. Husenfeld in motion right to left. They pitch it to him, trying to get to the corner, and he didn't get there. He's going to be upended by Zach Dickow. And so we'll take a break here on Power 99 with 5.32 to go in the first quarter. It's Overton 12 and Elwood 8. Aurora Cooperative is excited to launch Prairie Valley Seed Brand into the market. Prairie Valley has one goal in mind, and that's to help you grow. By providing cutting-edge genetics and technology packages in combination with our customized seed placement approach, you can rest assured that your seeds will work as hard as you do. At Prairie Valley Seed, we'll push the boundaries in seed innovation so you can push the boundaries in farming. Prairie Valley Seeds, grow without limits. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net with a line drive kick that's going to go to the other side of the field, scooped up at the 16 and bringing it out across the 20 to about the 23-yard line is Jurgis doing a little different. Of course, uh, they had nearly a touchdown return on the last kickoff for Elwood. So what uh, uh, Ryan does, instead of putting the toe of the football in the tee, he lays it flat on the tee, and that way he can get that low line driver. It actually worked out here. Overton got down there on the coverage. And stopped them at the 23-yard line. So Elwood now takes over at their own 23 on the far hash near their bench. Shuts takes the snap, wants to throw. Rolls right, has some time, dumps it out underneath. Green's wide open at the 30, 35, and he'll run over his defender and take it out to about the 37-yard line. And a gain of 14 on the play. So Shuts has time. I think one thing that uh, Connor has to remember up there, he has had some time, but he's got some happy feet back there. He's not afraid to take off, but he likes to be mobile in the pocket and give his wide receivers an opportunity to get open. So they'll move the chains up to the 37. First and 10 here for the Pirates. Wide left with Green, the wing back to that side. Shuts now has to scramble. Ryan missed the sack. Now Connor has time. He'll throw it down the sideline. Green's got it again at the 30. The 25, back up field of the 20. Needs one blocker. He got it. Touchdown, Elwood. That's created by Shuts scrambling. The offensive line gave him time. Green came off his block, hauled it in, and you've got yourself a 43-yard touchdown pass. 
And the shootout is on. Our fourth touchdown here, and we've only played a little over seven minutes. 14 to 12, Elwood. And let's see if they can go two for two on their conversions. Overton is 0 for 2. And the Pirates trying to get everything lined up, taking a long time in the huddle. They do have time, though, to run the play. Go back to the double wing. Green right, Jurgis left. Oh, no, it's going to be a direct snap to Jacob Evans, who's in the quarterback wildcat position. He heads to the left pylon, and he gets in there. So Evans is able to run it in for two. And with 4.49 remaining in the first quarter, Elwood 16, Overton 12 on Power 99. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches beyond the farm. We support mental health programs for Nebraskans and inform youth and consumers about agriculture. We're your neighbors. Through our partnership with 4-H and FFA, we bring people together to strengthen our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, a passion for our land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Ian Corey will kick it off to the 10-yard line. It's going to be taken over there by Vance. He's up to the 15-20 to to the right side, 25. And he'll be brought down at the 30-yard line. So, again, the Eagles will start at the 30. Overton's punted once. Overton is 2-for-2 on two long touchdown runs by Ryan Lobby of 27 and 59 yards. It's Thursday afternoon football in this final week of the regular season. There's quite a few games, especially on the eight-man side, because the playoffs start one week from today. Most eight-man schools do play today. Not all, but most. First and ten at the 30. Overton will put Ryan Johnson under center and hand it to Husenfeld. Follows Lobby off the right side, but that time just a couple of yards. And there are three different maroon jerseys led by Hank Green, a gain of two. And for Overton, that is the fewest yards they've gained on an offensive play here so far in this contest. So second down and eight, and that'll be the key. How does Elwood adjust? How do they do things different defensively to try to keep Lobby intact? And then you know Ryan Johnson at some point is going to go to the air here. Using felt slot left, put him in motion. And they'll hand it to Lobby straight up the middle, and he'll be drugged down after a gain of four across the 35 to the 36-yard line. Making the tackle for Overton is Hunter Rios. And a gain of four will bring up third down and four. And Lobby just a big, big guy to bring down here. They list him at 180 pounds, but once he puts all that gear on, he looks like he is very 200-pound-ish, but can move the football. So third and four at their own 36-yard line. Need to get just across midfield for the first down. Pitch play, lobby left side, cuts it up, gets knocked down by Rios after a gain of about a yard and a half. We'll call it fourth down and a long two to go here. Maybe even say three. I'll give them that. Fourth down and three after the one-yard gain by lobby. Now what does Coach Husenfeld want to do? He's on his own side of midfield, and he's going to line him up to punt the football here. 
And let's see if that's indeed what they do. Fourth and three at their own 37. There is the snap. The boot is high in the air by Kulhanik. It's straight up. And now Elwood's got to get out of the way, and the ball bounces straight out of bounds at the 21-yard line. And so that is only a kick of 22 yards and decent field position here for Elwood. As Kulhanik kicked it hard, but it just went straight up in the air. Had the wind been behind him about 30 mile an hour like the last couple of days, that one would have went somewhere. But instead it dies at the 21, and that's where Elwood will take over. Leading in this football game 16-12 to with 2.57 to go here in the first quarter of play. Double wings again for Connor Schutz. A running and a passing touchdown. Rolls left, wants to throw, cocks the arm, and he's going to have to tuck it up. Jukes Lobby, but Lobby's able to stay with him and make the tackle, but not after a pretty good gain here of nearly five yards over on the Elwood sideline. They'll give him five out to the 26. It'll be second down and about four and a half yards to go here. So Schutz doing a good job. As we expected, this is what he's done all season long. Run the ball, throw the ball. Elwood already 7, 10, 13, 14, 15, 16 offensive plays to 9 for Overton. Second down, 4. They'll give it to the motion back from left to right. Turning it up on the right side is going to be Trevor Yurgis. Yurgis is able to get the first down across the 30, and he'll be shoved out of bounds. A lot of uh, out-of-bounds plays so far. 33, it's going to be a gain of 6. 3 carries, 10 yards for Yurgis. 16-12 as we approach the two-minute mark here of quarter number one. Bertrand playing Pleasanton today. You've got uh, Amherst at home taking on South Loop. Arcadia Loop City Burwell going on as well. Then tonight we've got Elm Creek Arcadia Loop City. Fake the handoff to Green. Trouble shots. Avoids it and still avoids it. And then he kind of shovels it out here incomplete. Are they going to call him down? Two Eagles actually kind of ran into each other when they whiffed on him, and they will call a sack. Finally, the last man through there for Overton, which I believe was Keen Martin, was able to shoestring tackle him. And so a sack on the play back to the 26, a loss of seven. It'll be second down and 17. First time that they have sacked Connor in this football game. And last time when they got behind the chains, they weren't able to pick up any more yardage. They had a first and 15 and ended up punting it on fourth and 15, even with a couple of runs. Second and 17, and we've got motion. Looks like the end Evans took off too quickly, and now it's going to be second down and 22. That's the second penalty. Illegal motion on Elwood. You're listening to High School Football on Power 99, KKPR-FM. Kearney, Lexington, and Odessa, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda here with you in Elwood. A big thanks to Athletic Director Kurt Bonchoff and the crew here, as always, for their hospitality. Beautiful afternoon. If we could get every day like this for the playoffs, we'd take it. 16 to 12. Second and 22, though, shuts. They're playing prevent. He's got all day to throw it. Now rolling to his right. Lobby gets him by the ankle. He fires it out here complete, setting down at the original first down marker. And making the reception is going to be Trevor Yurgis. Might mark him just short. It'll be third down and 11. So they got half of what they needed on the 11-yard pass play. 
And that could be the final play here of the quarter. And I think Elwood's just going to go ahead and let the clock run out. So the Pirates have made both their two-point conversions, and Overton has missed, and that's the difference. At the end of one quarter, 6-1 and one Elwood leading 5-2 and two Overton, 16-12 here on Power 99. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. For Elwood, Schutz has put it up eight times. He's completed six of those, including a 43-yard touchdown pass to Hank Green. Schutz has run it seven times for 12 yards, including the sack for Overton Lobby. Six carries, 115 yards in the first quarter of play. But third and 11 now facing Elwood to start this second quarter. And we've got another flag, and this is going to be procedure on Elwood. So they're having some trouble uh, on this series. Third penalty on Hellwood. One on Overton, and that was a defensive offsides. So third down now and 16. Elwood at their own 26-yard line. Need to get into Overton territory here. As the empty backfield for Schutz. Has a little time, rolls left over the middle of the field, trying to get it as a screen to Green. A nice job by Wyatt Ryan to put his hand in there and knock it down. They sent all the receivers deep to take the corners and safeties with him and tried to get Green on the open field, but Wyatt Ryan was there to knock it down. And our second punt of the football game now for Elwood. Court back there, uncorked a 45-yarder off a bad snap the first time. This one's a good one. Pressure coming up the middle, and it might have been tipped. It was tipped, and it's going to die right around the 34-yard line, and then it was touched by an Elwood Pirate, and sliding into it was Surridge for Overton. And they're discussing about what's going on right there. I think after the ball was tipped, though, it didn't matter. And so a punt of about uh, 20 yards, because it was partially blocked, but it does go 20 yards. And here we go for Overton, down by four, 16 to 12. Just underway in the second quarter here on Power 99. In the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you this district championship game while Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Lobby. They fake it to him. Johnson wants to throw to Surridge. It's bobbled and picked. It's bobbled and picked by Evans at the 19. Now he's up the field to the 25, to the 30 right sideline, 35. He heads to the 40, and he'll be shoved out of bounds. Surridge couldn't find the football, 
And when he turned around, it just bounced off of his fingertips straight up into the air, and Evans comes away with it. So the first pass attempt of the ball game is an interception, and that's why they don't like to throw the football very often at Overton. So a fortuitous bounce there, and they return it all the way to the midfield stripe. 16-12. Johnson put it right on his fingertips. He just couldn't locate it. Like an over-the-shoulder catch. So wide to the left side is going to be Jurgis. Shuts looking that way. Throws underneath. It's complete there to Zach Evans. And Zacob will make it right at the first down marker. And it should be enough. Inside the 30 to the 29. A gain of 11. Elwood now with eight first downs in this football game. A year from being 1-7, and seven, they're trying to get to 7-1. and one. Last year, Overton won this game 58-20 to 20 on their home field. And Elwood trying to take advantage of the first break of the contest. The interception by Jacob Evans. First and 10 now at the 29 of Overton. Shuts. Sends his man in motion, stops in the backfield, and now Shuts rolls to his right, looking, 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 now trying to reverse his field, decides he's going to have to run for whatever he can get. Good defense downfield by Overton, and he'll make it from the 29 to the 26. Gain a three that time. So as far as running the football, Overton's done a really good job of containing what Connor Shuts has wanted to do. He's had enough time for the most part. He did get sacked once, but that was after a long time of scrambling in the backfield. We see statistician Kevin Malberg and not-so-fast Eddie Aarons over there patrolling the sidelines. Looks like Fast Ed's going to go skiing today. Second down and seven. Shuts rolls left. Lobs it out here in the flat, and what a nice catch inside the 20 and pushed out of bounds at the 17-yard line is Jurgis, and that's going to be a gain of nine and another first down here for Elwood. Looking really good. And, of course, one of uh, Wish the best of luck to Fast Eddie and Debbie. Uh, Their granddaughter is going to be the favorite at the Class A cross-country meet tomorrow. Little Shuts girl, freshman out of Lincoln East. And uh, what a story that would be. Uh, We will be there all day tomorrow or all afternoon bringing you updates. The Class C girls at noon, Class A girls at 1230, and then every 30 minutes. First and 10 at the 17. It's a straight snap back to Jacob Evans, who was as the quarterback this time. He'll bring it across to the 12-yard line, maybe the 13. So they ran that as a two-point conversion last time, and it worked. This time they run it for a gain of four yards. It'll be second down and six. Two carries, eight yards. They gave it to Evans on a motion into round earlier. Running that double wing set. Hank Green in there for the... Injured Timmy Smith, who got injured with an ankle yesterday. Here's an inside handoff to Jurgis. Jurgis trying to get outside. Bounces off one, bounces off two, breaks another tackle inside the five, and he's got the first down. Boy, it looked like he was going to be brought down there by Addy Vance, but instead he broke off that tackle and gets it to the five for a gain of seven. Nice job of running the football there for Jurgis. And it's first and goal, Elwood already on top, 16 to 12. Nine and a half of the clock running. A good mixture of run and pass here for Connor Schutz. Green to the right. Jurgis to the left. Jurgis in motion left to right. Schutz wants to run the football. Follows the block. Dives for the pylon. And he is 
in the end zone. Touchdown. Took a while to get out of the way of those running backs and block linemen that were coming over where the official was, and it's a five-yard touchdown run for Connor Schutz. That's his second touchdown rushing, one touchdown passing. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. So, using the interception off the deflection, they march 40 yards and punch it in the end zone to go up by 10, and now they're ready to go for the two-point conversion. Shuts this time is the quarterback. Green pulls, wants to throw. Shuts makes the first man miss. In some trouble. That just throws it out here incomplete. And the conversion is no good. 9-11 to go in the first half. It's Elwood 22, Overton 12 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Community. It's a place that means coming together. A place where the smiles are warm, handshakes are firm, and the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. Nebraska's economy is fueled by Nebraska agriculture. When agriculture is strong, Nebraska is strong. Our work reaches well beyond the farmer ranch, informing youth and consumers about agriculture, providing support for mental health, and benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winterization is on Buzz's Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com slash trade. That's buzzesmarine.com slash trade. And welcome back to Elwood as they're ready to boot it away yet again. Ian Quarter has it on the tee here for Elwood. 22-12, 9-11 to go in the first half. Quarter makes sure his boys are ready to go and boots it away high and short. Kohanek will take it over his head at the 10, bringing up the middle of the field. 15 has a hole, 20, 25, fights for a yardage across the 30 and gets close to the 35-yard line. Jaden Cole was the first man to hit him and slow him up, but the tackle was made in there by Aiden Moore of Elwood. And let's see what the Eagles can do. Last possession, they tried to throw the football, and it bounced off of Surge's hands right into the hands of Jacob Evans who returned it about 21 yards to midfield. So Overton, who's got a big first quarter from Ryan Lobby, two touchdowns, 115 yards. He's lined up as the fullback. They'll give it to uh, Husenfeld, bobbled it, but regains control across the 35 and up to about the 38-yard line. Gain of seven yards on the play. Four carries, 20 yards for Elijah here in the football game. Don't forget at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats, all the games that are coming up today and tomorrow. Don't forget to check that out on our Platte River Preps scoreboard, platteriverpreps.com. Second and three, inside handoff on a cross buck to Lobby, and he comes through the hole and is untouched. 20-10, Lobby end zone, third time in this football game. 42 yards this way for Ryan Lobby. 157 yards already in this football game for the Overton senior. And this was definitely the man talked about by both coaches coming into today's game, 22-18. Quick strike offense on the ground here. 
And they probably won't go to the air much more when they can run lobby. So a two-point conversion. And they're 0 for 2 on those conversions. Johnson under center. This time they put Husenfeld in the backfield. And they will hand it off to a second man, Elijah, right side. No. They had brought Kohanic in there to block for him, and he just was very close to the goal line but could not get in. So the two-point conversion, no good, but a 42-yard touchdown run by Mr. Ryan Lobby and your score with 8.23 to go. First half, Elwood 22, Overton 18. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Security First Bank in Overton proudly supports this high school broadcast and wish the athletes good luck in the competition. Security First Bank in Overton strives to improve the lives of families and businesses they serve with high-quality financial services. With a small-town friendly attitude, they treat each customer like a good neighbor and have been committed to those standards since 1898. Security First Bank in Overton, a relationship you can count on. Member FDIC. Here's a line drive kick that's going to dribble inside the 10, back to the 5, finally picked up there by Jurgis. Jurgis is in trouble, and he is not going to make it outside of the end zone by much, trying to reverse his field. He's close to the 1. So, Jurgis going to be dropped at the 2, it looks like. Well, maybe the 1. He's between the 1 and the 2. We're going to go at the 1, so... Now Elwood has some problems. Let's see if they can get something done here. First and ten, and shuts again out of that shotgun. He's just going to give it to Hank Green in motion, and he doesn't get much. Maybe a half a yard. He's upended. Keen Martin's in there. Lobby's in there. We're going to say a gain of a yard. It'll be second down and nine. And they just don't line up. They just don't line up under center very often, and they didn't do it there. And you always have to make sure you've got the handoff secured. Hank with a touchdown reception, his first carry. Second and nine at the two. Shuts, rolls out of the pocket, throws deep down the field for Evans. He makes the catch at the 25, the 30, and he's drugged down from behind at the 33-yard line by Kohanic. And so they don't have their shadow in the end zone behind them anymore. That is a gain of 32 all the way out to the 34-yard line. Beautiful pass by Schutz. And Elwood showing some fun offense here this afternoon. Overton ground and pound. And Elwood, it's the Schutz show. If they keep him healthy and Lobby stays healthy on the other side, a lot can happen. As they will hand it off here to Jurgis from left to right. Bounces off a man on the backfield. And then is pounded out of bounds over there on the far sideline by Johnson. Barely got back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be second down and 10. 22 to 18. Elwood with the lead. 7-19 to go here in the first half. First game of our doubleheader today on Power 99. We will slide up to Elm Creek. As the undefeated Buffaloes play Arcadia Loop City tonight, glad you're with us for some matinee football here 
in Elwood, second and ten. Shuts, fakes the handoff, pressure coming up the middle, throws it in the middle, Green. Green's got it on the screen, gets six, gets seven, but does not get quite enough for the first down. A gain of eight and a half yards. It's going to be third down and short into Overton territory at the 38-yard line. We'll call it third and about a yard and a half. So Shuts biding his time. He doesn't freak out when there's pressure coming against him. He's very composed there in the pocket for the junior quarterback. Third and two. Shuts wants to run. Has pressure right side as Ryan got back there, slowed him up, and he's going to be sacked well behind the line of scrimmage in his own territory. Wyatt Ryan came through on the blitz, made him change direction. By that time, the rest of the Calvary was there. And it's going to be a loss of four on the play, fourth down and six, and they are trying to go quickly here. Fourth and six punting situation. Line drive kick, and it's going to go inside the 10, the five, and roll out of bounds at the three-yard line. So a nice play there by Schutz. And they started at the one, didn't score, but now Overton has to start at the three. That is a 40-yard punt. And now Overton has 77 yards to go with 6.12 to go in the first half of play. Doug Duda, our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, with you here on Power 99. The Eagles down by four. Start at their own three. Johnson under center. And they will hand it off to Huesenfeld. Follows Lobby, but doesn't get much. I think the Overton fans are going to say, just give it to Lobby every single time, but you can't do that. No gain on the play. It's going to be second down and 10. And if Overton can bust out of here and go get the lead at halftime, they'd have to feel pretty good about themselves. They have the only turnover so far in the game. Elwood trying to get a three and out to have great field position. Johnson under center with Lobby the back. And they'll turn and hand it to Ryan. He's hit immediately. He lost a yard coming through and making the tackle is Kyle Court. He blew off his offensive lineman and shoved him out of the way quickly. Again, a loss of one. It's going to be third down at about ten and a half. So they guessed right on which hole Lobby was going to go through. And now a big decision here for Overton. Play it safe, keep it on the ground, see if Lobby can get another big run, or do you try to go to the air for just the second time this afternoon? And they never put a wide receiver out. Husenfeld in motion. They'll give it to him off the left side. He gets a little bit to the five, and he's going to be brought down there by Zach Dickow across the five to the six, but a gain of only three on the play. And it'll be fourth down. And a punting situation for Overton out of their own end zone. First time, Kohanic just kind of popped it straight in the air, and it was a 22-yard punt. So Max standing midway in his end zone. Back to return it for Elwood is Evans at about the 35 of Overton. Snap, pretty good. Not much pressure. And again, it's punted straight up in the air. Overton's got to make sure it doesn't bounce off anybody here, and it's going to be down at about the 22-yard line. A 16-yard punt. A 16-yard punt for Kohanic. And first down and 10. Excellent field position here. There for Elwood at the Overton 21. They're up by a score of 22-18. 4.20 to go here. So all kinds of time for more scoring. 
We had four touchdowns in the first quarter in about seven minutes. Then back-to-back scores here. Lobby has all three touchdowns for Overton. Shuts on first down and 10 at the 21. Three-step drop. Looking deep. Covered. Now rolls right. Going to have to tuck it up. Makes another man miss. And is hit after a couple of yards at the 19-yard line. And driven down. Over there is a host of Overton Eagles, including Christian Smith. Lobby was over there as well. Going to give shuts a gain of three. It'll be second down and seven. Elwood would love to crunch this in and use a couple of minutes off the clock so that Elwood doesn't have an opportunity. Remember, El- or Overton, Elwood took the ball to start the game, so Overton will have the choice in the second half. Elwood would feel a lot more comfortable if they could punch one in here. As Rio splits out wide to the right, they send Jorgis to the left. This has all the makings of quarterback draw, but Schutz stands in the pocket. Looking, looking, now he's under pressure. He's wrapped up. He avoids one man. He is trying to avoid the second one. Then that's going to be intentional grounding if they don't call it a sack. And they are going to call it a sack. Kean Martin back there. And as weird as this sounds, Elwood probably lucky that they did call that a sack because that would have been intentional grounding, and they would have lost even more yards on it. So a loss back to the 27, 10-yard loss on the play. That is the third sack of the ball game. So it's third and 17 back at the 27-yard line. They need to get inside the 11 for a first down. So you're kind of in two-down territory anyway. Let's see if they try to get half of it or go for it all. Schutz stands in the pocket. He's got pressure from the backside, throws underneath, and it is dropped. That's the first drop we've seen, trying to get it out here to Yurgis, who was well covered by Jacob Surridge. And now it is fourth down. So Elwood, who started this drive at the Overton 21, is now back at the 27, fourth and 16. And do you go mini Hail Mary? It's about the same as a punt. I think what they're going well, I think they'll run it down here and maybe take a timeout. No, nope. taking a while to get out of the huddle. They actually keep Hank Green in the backfield as a blocker here. Four shuts, low snap goes down to get it. He's already having to scramble. Lobby grabs him from behind and sacks him at the 35, and that's what they didn't want to have happen on the Elwood sideline. That's a loss of eight. Ryan Lobby went back and got him. That is the fourth sack here on Connor Shuts. And they actually went backwards 14 yards on that possession. And now Overton's in good shape at their own 35, 2.37 to go, and all of their timeouts here remaining for the Eagles. 22-18, Elwood leads it by four. And Overton takes over with some good defense there. Johnson under center. Pitch play. Husenfelt following lobby around the right side, but just not having the same success as Ryan is running the ball as he's brought down at the 37-yard line, and Connor Schutz comes over from his defensive back position to make the tackle. Again, is three. It'll be second down and seven. Husenfeld has carried it unofficially seven times for 26 yards. Lobby has carried it eight times for 157 yards and three touchdowns, 27, 59, and 42. We're down to two minutes to go before halftime. Surridge splits out wide to the left. They've only thrown it once, and it was picked. Johnson pitches it to Lobby. Student body left. Avoids one man in the backfield with a good stiff arm. Gets across the 35 and again steps out of bounds. Instead of lowering his shoulder and keeping it in the field of play, just short of the first down, it appears. A gain of nine. 
to the 36-yard line of Elwood. So third down and one, excuse me, after that first play picked up three. This one will pick up six, and it's still third and one. Overton breaks huddle, sprints up to the line of scrimmage. This is usually quarterback sneak. That's what it is. Johnson over the left side has the first down as he's able to sneak it inside the 35 to the 34, a gain of two. And Overton with their second first down here of the quarter. The first one was on the lobby touchdown run. So 145. Again, Overton with three timeouts at the 34-yard line of Elwood. Always crucial possessions, but again, Overton gets it to start the third quarter, so Elwood wants to keep that lead going into halftime. Surge out wide to the right. They'll give it to Lobby and pick it back. Ball's fumbled. Schutz knocked it out of the hands of the quarterback, Johnson, but it bounces right into Heusenfeld's hands, and he is able to keep the football. It's a loss of two. And it'll be second down and 12. Coming in there to cause the fumble was Coy Bennett. He knocked that ball away and then went over and still made the tackle. And good job to have his teammate right there to pick the football up. Second and 12 at the 36. Inside trap play, Heusenfeld gets a good block from Keen Martin. Runs over a man and gets to the 30-yard line before he is brought down. And it looks like Overton wants to use a timeout. They're going to gain six on the play. Heusenfeld with 32 yards now. And the tackle made by Niemeyer for the Pirates. 54 seconds remaining here in the first half of play. And your score is Elwood 22, Overton 18. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Bader Insulation and Sandblasting in Elwood is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Insulation provides many benefits for your home and business. Blown-in fiberglass insulation offers fast application that quickly fills the spaces in your home with high-quality insulation that conforms to the spaces in the most effective way. As members of the community, Bader Insulation and Sandblasting is dedicated to ensuring their friends and neighbors achieve their goals for their home and business. Let us put over 35 years of experience into your project. We had six touchdowns in the first 15 and a half minutes, none in the last seven and a half, and Overton is trying to change that here. They face a third down, and we'll call it six yards to go at the Elwood 30-yard line. They'll put Vance in the backfield, lobby in motion, inside handoff to Vance, and he's gone. 25-20, 15 touchdown. New personnel and a 30-yard touchdown for Addie Vance to make it 24-22. to Nice job by the Overton Eagles. Old-school eight-man crossbuck. And taking it in is Vance. Now the two-point conversion coming up. Let's see if they're able to convert for the first time here in the ball game. As they have four touchdowns to Elwood's three. Johnson under center. Pitch play to Lobby in motion. Right to left. Lobby goes for the pylon. Lobby gets upended. Lobby stretches the ball into the end zone for the two-point conversion. So they are able to convert for the first time in this football game. So now with 47 seconds remaining in the first half, it's Elwood taking their first lead since a 12, or excuse me, Overton taking their first lead since 12-8. It's 26-22. 
Hi, this is Jim Baldonado with The Home Agency. Have you been watching this cattle market? Whether you sell cattle in the fall or after the first of the year, you should look at a product called LRP. What LRP does is put a floor under these cattle in case the market drops. Most producers do this with their corn, soybeans, and wheat. Why not do it with their cattle? The Home Agency is one of the largest riders of LRP in the country, and we would like to do business with you. Call home, the home agency that is, at 1-800-245-4241. That's 1-800-245-4241. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Overton will kick it short again, and it's going to be picked up there by Jorgis at the 12, and he brings it up to about the 25-yard line, and that's where Elwood will start with 42 seconds to go, two timeouts, and now trailing 26-22. to They had a golden opportunity after a good punt by them, a short punt by Overton. They had it at the 21-yard line of Overton and then lost 14 yards with two sacks. And Overton was able to take advantage. So we may see how far Schutz can throw the football. Green into block for him. Schutz steps up. Schutz in trouble. Schutz is sacked by Keen Martin. So you're starting to see some different uh, arrangements defensively here by Overton. And that is the fifth sack here in the game. And four of them in the quarter. It's going to be a loss of four on the play. Back to the 21-yard line. And now Schutz negative yards in this contest. And I think Elwood says, that's it. They've decided we're just going to go to halftime. We don't need any disasters. So Overton overcame one turnover in the first half. And the Eagles, winners of five in a row, leading 6-1 and one Elwood. But we are going to see a timeout for one final play. So the wind is at the back of Elwood. There is three seconds remaining here in the contest. First half, it's 26-22. But you've got 59 yards to go. Do they go back to that Hank Green screen that they scored on earlier in the game? Or does Schutz take a shot downfield, see if he can get it to Jacob Evans, maybe get a penalty flag? It'll be interesting this time. I brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Don't forget, you can uh, vote for or nominate someone for the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for a Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet from anywhere in our listening area. We went from Central City to way west to Lexington in last year. So anywhere and beyond in our voice, maybe someone at one of these schools, Overton's volleyball team, off to an unbelievable season. So this should be the final play of the half from their own 21. Schutz takes the snap. Three-man rush. They kind of set back. Schutz looking, looking, throws it as far as he can. It's well covered for Evans. It's picked off at the 10-yard line. And on his feet is Hugenfeld, and Elijah decides, I'm just going to go down right there. So a good chuck, but Overton had it well covered. And that takes us to halftime here in this D2 district championship game in Elwood. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. We'll look at the first half stats. We'll look at the scoring, and we will also have a chance to look at all the other football games that are coming up, including tonight's game between 
Elm Creek, and Arcadia Loop City. We will be back here on KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com in a moment. What if there were an easier way to make sense of farm data? A smarter way to make decisions? A better way to harness the power of precision agriculture? There is. Introducing Agellum by CHS. Agellum is a customizable farm planning and management platform that analyzes your farm's unique data, empowering better agronomic and economic decisions. Contact your CHS agronomist or yield point specialist to get started. Agellum. Activating data. Overton Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and all area high school teams in and out of the game this year. Call Overton Sand and Gravel for when you need it rocked. Overton Sand and Gravel is the only name you need to remember. They carry everything from crushed concrete to river rock, decorative rocks, and gravel for driveways. There's no job too big or small for Overton Sand and Gravel. Commercial or residential, concrete, and other rock. Overton Sand and Gravel, serving Overton and surrounding areas. And welcome back to Elwood, where it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. It is halftime of the final game of the regular season here in Elwood as they are battling the Overton Eagles in what's been an entertaining football game. And with... 47 seconds to go in the second quarter. Addy Vance got his first carry of the contest, went 30 yards on a crossbuck, and was able to give Overton the lead. And that's where we're at here with the score of Overton 26 and Elwood 22. Beautiful afternoon here in Elwood. A little bit of a wind that has kicked up here in the last five minutes or so, but it hasn't affected this football game. It's 47 degrees right now in Elwood with a north-northwest wind at about 12 miles an hour, so it feels like 42, but the sun is out, and it should be a good second half for us here today. Our second game will be up the road in Elm Creek. We're undefeated Elm Creek. We'll take on Arcadia Loop City, two teams that have really played great defense so far this year. And kind of the coaches have joked that this might be a 8 nothing or an 8-6 type of football game this evening in Elm Creek. And that's also for the district championship because the only loss between either team was on opening night in a non-district game, Arcadia Loop City falling to Fullerton. Of course, last year, uh, this game kind of determined who was going into the playoffs and who wasn't. Arcadia Loop City won that game and uh, kept Elm Creek uh, out of the playoffs. And uh, Elm Creek ended the season 3-5. and five, And Arcadia Loop City got in at 4-4 four and four and went on and won a couple of playoff games, including... Uh, some other good contests uh, throughout the season. In fact, they've had some pretty good battles. They played in the playoffs a year ago uh, before that. So we'll see how it all plays out tonight. Pre-game at 6.30, kickoff at 7 from Elm Creek here on Power 99. Then tomorrow on Power 99, it won't be for a playoff berth, but it will be for bragging rights. One of the rivalries that still has a little bit of sauce to it in the Lou Platte Conference. Wood River will be hosting Gibbon tomorrow night. And that should be a good one as well, as uh, Gibbon has started to, even though they have not put a ton of wins on the board, they have been playing closer and closer football games. They don't have hardly any seniors on the squad. And over at Wood River, 
Uh, they have found a way under Coach Jeff Ashby to get some more players out. They've been banged up pretty good. That's kind of the story for Wood River this year. Holdridge, kind of the same story. They're banged up, and from about week three, they have been really been playing with a skeleton crew. They've got a freshman quarterback. They will host Carney Catholic tomorrow night on ESPN 1460. Undefeated Adams Central will be taking on Cozad on ESPN 1550. Cozad bouncing back from a loss to Kearney Catholic with an impressive win over Lexington. Also tomorrow night, the big game in Class B, Hastings and Grand Island Northwest on 1230 AM KHAS. You can also hear our games on PlatteRiverPreps.com and on the breeze, 94.5. Axtell will be hosting Blue Hill. All of that tomorrow. We've got our so, Rivals and Red Scoreboard Show following tonight's action and tomorrow's action as everybody's penciling out those wild card points to see if they're in the playoffs, if they're at home, if they're on the road, who they're going to play. An exciting time of year, and we will keep you up to date here on Power 99. Again, at halftime, it's Overton 26, Elwood 22. Back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report in a moment. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Thanks to all our loyal customers, Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating 36 years of business. Buy any suit or sport coat and pants and receive a free dress shirt and tie, $100 value. 20% off all men's and ladies' outerwear. Buy three, get the fourth free on men's ties, dress shirts, belts, and socks. Stock up and save. Men's and ladies' clearance racks take an additional 20% off the lowest price. Stop by, shop, and celebrate our anniversary now through the end of the month. Downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Wanted to let you know that uh, sub-district volleyball gets underway on Monday around the state of Nebraska. And uh, we will be uh, down the road in Holdridge for the C-110, which gets underway at 4.30. All the brackets became official and came out this afternoon. So that'll be Minden taking on Gibbon. Then at 6 o'clock, Kearney Catholic will play Adams Central. And the winner of Game 1 at 7.30 will then take on Southern Valley. We'll run down some of the other matchups for you in uh, just a little bit. But getting back to the uh, football uh, side of things, 26-22, Overton leading Elwood here at the half in our D1 district championship or D2 district championship game. Taking a look at what else is going on on the football field uh, today. South Loop is at Amherst. Alma takes on Arapahoe. You've got Boone Central Newman Grove taking on Pierce. Ansley Litchfield's at Burwell. Broken Bows at Centura. Our game tonight, Elm Creek hosting Arcadia Loop City. SEM's playing Eustace Farnham. Again, Eustace Farnham and Elwood will co-op in football next year. Everybody else has already done that. Uh, so when you see Highline, that is their co-op name, the Highline Bulls. So the final year of a football, at least as it stands now, for Eustace Farnham and for Elwood. Also going on today, Shelton is at Fullerton. Gothenburg hosting Ord in a C1 District Championship game tonight, both in the top ten. Uh, for uh, Kennesaw, they are hosting Giltner. It is Bertrand at Pleasanton. Mullen is at Paxton in Class A. Lincoln High hosting Lincoln Southwest. Millard South is at Omaha Westside. And Omaha Bryan taking on Papilla La Vista South. Big first half of play here for Ryan Lobby for the Overton Eagles. He has carried the ball 
into the end zone three times today in just nine carries, 163 yards. For Elwood, Connor Schutz has accounted for all three of their touchdowns. He has thrown for a touchdown and ran for two more. It's 26-22. We'll take a look at all the numbers right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. All right, let's take a look at the first half stats unofficially that we have for you of today's football game. First off, let's look at what's going on for the visitors from Overton. Elijah Husenfeld has carried the ball eight times for 32 yards. At Vance, one carry, but that was a 30-yard touchdown. And then for Ryan Lobby, he's been the big force here today, nine carries, 163 yards and three touchdowns. Ryan Johnson, one quarterback sneak for two yards. So Overton, 19 carries. That's what they want to do. They want to run the football, and they have 165 and 65 would give you 230 yards. Through the air, they threw it once. It was tipped into the air and picked off. So all of their offense has been on the ground. 230 yards, seven first downs, two putts for an average of 18 yards. They had the one interception and one penalty for five yards so far in this contest. Taking a look at what Elwood has done, Trevor Yurgis, five carries for 17 yards. Hank Green, one carry, one yard. Jacob Evans, two carries for eight yards. Connor Schutz so far in this football game, 14 carries, but negative three because he has been sacked five times, including four times in the second quarter. That was really one of the big adjustments uh, that Overton was able to make, getting pressure on Connor Schutz. So unofficially here in the first half, 22 rushing attempts for the uh, Elwood Pirates, but that has not been where they have had a whole lot of success in this football game. They have just 23 yards on 22 rushing attempts. Now, they have put the ball in the air quite a few times with shuts, 15 of them. The last one was a heave that was intercepted right before halftime, but it still goes down in the book here. 10 of 15, one interception, and one touchdown pass in the game, a 43-yarder to Hank Green, who rumbled about the last 25 to 30 yards on his own. So uh, Schutz has done a good job getting the ball downfield, but most of it is run after the catch, a 24, a 32, and a 43-yard reception. Three carry or three penalties for 15 yards, three punts. One of them was tipped, the uh, two that were not tipped, averaged 42.5. The one that was went only 20 yards, and then that uh, one 
pass that was picked off right at the half. 11 first downs for Elwood. And Overton with the lead, 26 to uh, 22. Our scoring summary uh, brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Elwood took the ball and Right down the field they went to begin things, a 59-yard drive that ended on a two-yard Connor Schutz run after they converted third and 10 on a 24-yard screen pass to Trevor Yurgis. Schutz run made it 8 to nothing. Just 54 seconds later, though, Ryan Lobby on a three-play 50-yard drive took it in from 27 yards out. The run was no good. Elwood was up 8-6. to six. Lobby the next time, 59 yards after an Overton or after an Elwood punt. Completed a 72-yard drive. The conversion no good. 5.32 to go in the first quarter. 12-8 Overton. And in less than a minute, 43-yard pass from Schutz to Hank Green. A 57-yard drive. Evans ran it in. 4.49 to go first quarter. 16-12 Elwood. Then the interception by Evans. Capped on a 40-yard drive. A 5-yard run by Schutz. 9-11 to go in the second quarter. That time the run was no good. And Elwood was up 22-12. But then a 42-yard run from Lobby with 8.23 to go. And a 30-yard run by Vance with 47 seconds to go. Then the two-point conversion. And the final 14 points of the half scored by Overton, 26 to 22. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent. We're about ready for the second half. Overton will get the ball with this four-point lead here on Power 99. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Doug Dudo along with our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. Glad to have you along with us for tonight's, or this afternoon's, high school football action. And as we said, the uh, volleyball districts uh, came out today. And let's tell you uh, where everybody is going to be playing, uh, starting with Highline. Of course, that is the uh, matchup here of Elwood and Eustace Farnham. They will be in the C211 at Lexington Monday, and they'll get conference foe Elm Creek at 730, while Maxwell will play South Loop for Overton. They will be heading to the D110 at Brady. Maywood Hayes Center suffered their first loss of the year in the conference tournament this week. They're 26-1. They'll play Sandhills Valley at 430. Then Overton will play North Platte St. Pat's at 6 o'clock. St. Pat's is 18-12. and 12. Overton's 25-4. And, and then the finals are Tuesday night set for 6 o'clock. And uh, that's what we've got going on there uh, as far as the volleyball goes. Don't forget that we've got uh, Monday night Thursday night football, because it is Thursday, on ESPN 1460 and 1550 tonight. The Washington Redskins 
And we'll be taking on the Minnesota Vikings. So we're ready to go to the third quarter. And it will be Elwood coming out on the field here to kick it off. And only the one turnover on each side. Of course, as we said, Elwood's was on a Hail Mary heave at the end of the first half. And they're ready to boot it away here. Back deep again will be Kohanic and Addie Vance. Nobody's been able to boot it into the end zone yet for either team. And teeing it up this time for Elwood is Kyle Court. With the wind at his back on his 30-yard line, Court will pop that one off the side of his foot, and it's headed out of bounds unless they pick it up. No, it dies. The ball's loose, but Overton is able to dive on it at the 16. It looked like it was going to go out of bounds. And then it just stopped. It just stuck there on the surface here in Elwood, and covering it was Addie Vance. And that's where Overton will begin at their 16-yard line. So almost a disaster there. And a well-placed kick for Elwood. 26-22, Overton with the lead. And they get the ball with the lead for the first time in this contest. See what kind of adjustments were made here at halftime, obviously, Elwood's got to find a way to cover the trap. That's how Overton has scored all four of their touchdowns. Lobby comes out of the backfield. Toss sweep to him around the right side, and he is going to be stuck right away. Connor shuts. So they figure Elwood's going to come out and really look for that trap play. They'll try something different. Instead, they pitch it around the right side, and Lobby gets a half yard. It's second down and nine. So Lobby taking a significant hit there on his yards per carry average. 16.4 yards per carry so far in this game for Lobby, and that's after a one-yard gain. Second down and nine at the 17. Husenfeld in motion. They always line him up in the wing. There's the trap play, and Lobby's going to be brought down across the 20 at the 21-yard line as he's waxed in there by two or three of these Elwood Pirates. Rios in there along with Niemeyer. It's going to be a gain of three. It'll be third down and six. And Overton has had to punt in this football game a couple of times and have not got much distance out of them. So key here for them to keep moving the football as they will send out Wyatt Ryan split wide to the right, wide to the right and surge to the left. Husenfeld slot left. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper sweep around the left side. Johnson, Johnson strung out, and he is not going to get there as he's short of the 25-yard line. Saw them running this play in pregame warm-up, as I talked to the defensive coordinator, Eric Ryan, I said, I hardly ever see Overton have a quarterback sweep without somebody out there with a lead blocker in motion. And he joked that they have a variety of things. So just a two-yard gain on the play for Johnson. And Overton will have to punt it. So a three and out, fourth down here for Kolhanek. Ball at the 24, good snap. Not much pressure, and again, a short kick off the side of his foot that will not make it to midfield. It's going to go out at the 38-yard line. That's only a 14-yard punt. And so Elwood will be able to get it first and 10 at the Overton 38-yard line. So special teams, which you just don't talk a ton about from like a punt game, is hurting Overton right now. So first and 10 here for Elwood. Last time they couldn't take advantage of the short punt. Let's see if they do here at the Overton 38-yard line, trailing 26-22. Double wing again out of the game today. Timmy Smith hurt his ankle in practice yesterday, and a hard count draws him off sides. 
Overton had been getting even more aggressive, so before we can even get a snap away, we have the second penalty of the ball game on Overton. And that will be an offsides, and as soon as the ball's placed, Elwood's ready to go. First and five, low snap again. Shuts throws it out here in the flat, complete to Evans. He's got a first down inside the 25. He'll stretch forward to the 22-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 12 for the Pirates. So, shuts 11 of 16, 174 yards now. He threw for 162. Elwood had 185 yards in the first half. Overton had 230, and it was all on the ground. 12th first down here for Elwood, trying to come out and get the lead back here in the opening moments of the third quarter. First and 10 at the 22, shuts. On the motion, man, he'll hand it off to Jurgis. Jurgis from left to right, breaks a tackle, comes back up the middle of the football field to the 15. For as sure tackling and sure-handed as Overton is, you have seen some of the backs from Elwood slip through, slip loose, and instead of a one- or two-yard gain, they're getting much, much bigger runs. And they're going to mark it right on the 15-yard line. A gain of seven for Jurgis. 26-22 in this district championship game. Overton with a four-point lead over Elwood, but the Pirates on the march here at home. Second and three at the 15. Shuts with Green in motion. Gives it to Green, and Green's hit the backfield, and he's going to be brought down. Right there is Christian Smith to stack him up. That's only the second carry of the game for Green, and the handoff exchange was not very crisp. A loss of one, and it'll be third down and four. So, again, Elwood just trying to give Overton a different look, but it's let's face it, it's the shut show. They have to keep it in his hands because not much else has worked in this football game. Third down and four at the 16. Here comes pressure. Again, a low snap. Shuts, rolls to his right. Rolling, rolling, throws underneath. It's incomplete. Really nobody open as he threw it towards Hunter Rios. But all of a sudden, Ian Quarter has had some trouble getting the ball back to his quarterback. And it'll be fourth down and four. First time we noticed it was on the final play of the half. And... It didn't allow him to really get much on a desperation toss down the field. And now we've had a couple low snaps here. So it's fourth down. Now can Overton come up with a big stop after the short field? Fourth down and four at the 16. Elwood needs to hustle. You don't want to burn a timeout here. And that's exactly what's going to happen. So 8.37 to go in the third quarter, and Elwood has to burn their first timeout of the second half. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, 26-22 Overton. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. State cross country tomorrow begins with the Class C girls at noon, Class A at 12.30, then the CNA boys, and they'll do it all again in D&B from 2 until 3.30, and we'll be at the Kearney Country Club to bring you all the results here on Power 99 at ESPN Radio. 
Don't forget our Husker lunch tomorrow, noon to one with Sean Callahan. Cunningham's on the lake right now, fourth and four. Elwood at the Overton 16. Shuts, fakes the reverse, keeps it himself right side, breaks a tackle at the 10 and walks into the end zone. Touchdown. Everybody bit on the fake handoff to Trevor Yurgis. Keen Martin was there but couldn't bring down Shuts, and Shuts takes it in from 16 yards out. And he has accounted for all four Elwood touchdowns, two on the ground and two through the air. So a 16-yard run by Schutz, your five points bank touchdown, five points bank, the better bank in Kearney. And the two-point conversion. And they'll hand this one off, and Yerges has nowhere to go. So the run is no good. But Elwood, who has made two of their four two-point conversions to Overton's one of four, has the lead. 8.31 to go. Third quarter of this district championship. Elwood 28 and Overton 26 on Power 99. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have an or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Hi, this is Jim Baldonado with The Home Agency. Have you been watching this cattle market? Whether you sell cattle in the fall or after the first of the year, you should look at a product called LRP. What LRP does is put a floor under these cattle in case the market drops. Most producers do this with their corn, soybeans, and wheat. Why not do it with their cattle? The Home Agency is one of the largest riders of LRP in the country, and we would like to do business with you. Call home, the home agency that is, at 1-800-245-4241. That's 1-800-245-4241. And again, a short kickoff that Cole Honick will take at the 11, bring it up to the 15, the 20, and be pushed out of bounds at the 26-yard line, it looks like. So that's where Overton will take over. First down and 10, Eagles, a back-and-forth football game. 28-26, Elwood now with the lead after the shut 16-yard touchdown run on fourth and four. So Overton with the football, had to go three and out to start the uh, third quarter of play, and Ryan Johnson under center. Lobby the fullback, Husenfeld follows him off the left side, breaks one tackle across the 30, breaks another to the 32, and a gain of five on the play for Elijah. Everything that Elijah done has been hard, hard running. Well, Lobby has scored some big-time touchdowns on the trap play. Just a little something different than what the style of run that the two have had here in the game. They've really split the carries, though. Husenfelt with nine carries and Lobby with 11 unofficially in the game. Second down and five at their own 32. Husenfelt just about always lines up as a halfback or a wingback, if you will. Usually put him in motion. Might have moved too quick that time. A fullback dive. And Lobby gets hit right away. He gains one. Connor shuts along with Hunter Rios in on the tackle. It's about time they ran that trap play with Lobby. They haven't done much of that here the last couple of series. And it'll be third down and four. So all the offense we had early on is starting to turn into more of a defensive game here with 7.20 to go in the third quarter. 28-26. Elwood with the lead. Overton takes a little time in the huddle. Again, they've only attempted one pass in the game, and it was tipped and picked. Third and four, and offside, Elwood. So they return the favor, 
They said Huesenfeld in motion, went with the hard count at the same time, and Elwood jumped. That'll be their first offsides of the football game. And a first down here for Overton, the easy way. Four penalties, 20 yards on Elwood. Two penalties, both offsides on the same type of a hard count for 10 yards. So no holds, nothing crazy as far as pass interference or clips or chop blocks or anything like that so far in the game. First and 10, move the ball up to the 38-yard line. And Huesenfeld takes it on a sweep left. Lobby just trying to find somebody to block, and Huesenfeld takes it out way wide and gets into Elwood territory at the 39-yard line. Again, a short gain. A game of three. Dickow in there on the tackle, second down and seven at the Elwood 39-yard line. Huskers in practice today. Coach Frost didn't say much. If you're tuning in for a little sports cast here, uh, they know who's going to be playing at quarterback, he said, but they're not sharing that with anybody until they hit the field to take on Indiana 2.30 Saturday on the Breeze 94.5. Lobby now the halfback, and they'll hand it off to him right side, and he is hitting the backfield, and the tackle is made there by Hunter Rios. Lobby falls forward for another yard, but they have started to find a way to slow down Lobby right now. And Hank Green gets up limping just a little bit. Hands on his knees. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Again, remember, Timmy Smith out after injuring his ankle in practice yesterday. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. So third down, six. Overton at the Elwood 38-yard line. The Pirates up by two. Mid-third. Lobby again, the halfback, and he'll run option with him, pitch it to Ryan, tries to get to the outside, and he is going to be stood up and brought down short, but in a spot where they can go for it. That's the first time they've run that. They had Lobby lined up as the left halfback. They always motion him into the backfield. They snapped it, ran option, and Lobby's limping. Lobby is limping. They rolled up on him, and the coaches can see that. They haven't sent anybody in, but Lobby's a tough kid, and they got three on the play. But Lobby has carried it five times for eight yards here in the third quarter, and Overton is going to call a timeout. Lobby's hurt, and they want to make sure that whatever they run here, they've got the right guys in. Lobby trying to grit his teeth to get through this, but we've got a timeout here by Overton. Their first of the half brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 5.22 to go third quarter. Elwood 28, Overton 26. Overton has a fourth and three at the Elwood 35 when we return. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Time now for our field condition report brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success. Fourth and three Johnson under center here. They empty the backfield. They're trying to draw Overton off sides but instead they jump on the white and blue of Overton. And that probably sends out the punt unit. That's the first offensive penalty on Overton of the ball game. And speaking to the field, 
with all the weather that we've had throughout the year and the whole season passed through us, it's beautiful here at Elwood. Good job by those taking care of the field. So now Kohanek into punt. Three punts that have averaged 17 yards. Pressure coming. It's blocked. Shuts blocked it at the 33-yard line, and Elwood will take over at the Eagle 33. Connor Shuts got in there and got his paw on it. I think Kohanek was just saying, okay, I've been popping it up. Let me take an extra half second. But Shuts got through and blocks the punt. So what a game for Connor Shuts. Shuts blocks it, and they will get the ball at the Overton 33-yard line. But there's been a couple of short fields here that Elwood hasn't done much with. They're up 28-26, 5-16 to go in the third quarter. Schutz takes a low snap again, rolls to his right, throws across the middle. It's complete to Rios. Rios at the 25, gets brought down maybe a half yard short of the first down at the 23. It'll be second down on a nine-yard gain. And Evans on the tackle there for Overton. It's been a game of momentum back and forth. We've seen two touchdown swings, and right now Elwood has it. Overton came out with the lead and the ball, but now Elwood has the lead and the ball and in business again at the 24-yard line of Overton. 4.40 to go in the third. Elwood by two. Back to the double-wing formation. In motion, Jurgis Shots wants to throw. He's in trouble, needs to get rid of it, and throws it away. He actually had Green right by the umpire. And the two Overton defenders couldn't get in there to knock it down. And that's the one thing that Elwood could not afford. There was a sack. You've had that happen a couple of times in short yardage situations where they got to Schutz. He was sacked five times in the first half, four times in the second quarter alone. And now that brings up third down and one. And Schutz was well back there. Had they got to him, it would have been a nine-yard loss. Now let's see if they play for the first down. I don't think Schutz has been under center once today. Back to the double wing. Connor, long count, takes the snap, rolls to his left, got tripped, stays on his feet, but doesn't get the first down as he is going to be tackled by Christian Smith again. But you're seeing the low snap not allow Schutz to get going as quickly. And again, there's been more pressure as this game has moved along from the front three of the Overton defense. It's going to be a loss of about a half a yard. We're going to call it fourth down and a yard and a half. And again, last time on fourth and four, it was a 16-yard touchdown run by Schutz. Now fourth and a yard, and they will put Schutz under center, go to the I formation for the first time. Connor, pitch play, right side, Jurgis. Jurgis has the first down and more, 20-15, down the sideline, and he'll be brought down inside the 10-yard line at the nine. That's the all-or-nothing theory right there. The Overton defense sells out. They don't make the tackle at the line of scrimmage. And Jurgis is able to go 15 yards for his longest run of the afternoon. First and goal at the nine-yard line as we are approaching three and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter. Elwood 28 at Overton 26 in this district championship game. Move you up in the wild card points with a dandy here today. This is a 50-pointer. They're going to stay in the eye. Shuts, hard count, quarterback keeper off the left side, going to get what he can, and what he can is about a yard before Smith and Martin and Lobby say no, sir. It'll be second down and goal at the seven. They gave him a generous spot there. But it's all up to the defense of Overton right now. Can they bow their neck? I doubt we'll see the I formation a third straight time here for Elwood. 
Shuts is most effective out of that pistol, which he is again. Double wing with Green and Jurgis. And Schutz wants to throw. Fade pattern, corner of the end zone, up for Evans. He makes the catch. Touchdown, Elwood. Not quite to the back pylon, but just a little fade or post. It could have been either one that you could have called it. And Schutz with his third touchdown pass of the contest. An eight-yarder into the hands of his favorite receiver, Jacob Evans. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Now a huge two-point conversion. This determines whether it's still a one-possession or a two-possession game. We talked about it in pregame. We talked about it with all the scoring in the first quarter. This could come down to one of these conversions. And shuts now out of the double wing. Wants to throw. Pressure from the right into the end zone. Wide open complete to Jurgis. And it's now a 10-point lead for the second time this afternoon for Elwood. With 2.44 to go in the third quarter, Elwood 36, Overton 26 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bader Insulation and Sandblasting in Elwood is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Insulation provides many benefits for your home and business. Blown-in fiberglass insulation offers fast application that quickly fills the spaces in your home with high-quality insulation that conforms to the spaces in the most effective way. As members of the community, Bader Insulation and Sandblasting is dedicated to ensuring their friends and neighbors achieve their goals for their home and business. Let us put over 35 years of experience into your project. That light lunch didn't cut it. And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing. Enough is enough. Stop the growl with Amigos' new quesadilla snackers. A mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef, bacon bits, and Amigos Ranch. They're just the right size at just the right price. Don't deal with a grumbling stomach. Stop the growl for only $1.99 with new quesadilla snackers only at Amigos. Limited time only. And we're ready to boot it away again here for Elwood. Now up by 10. Can Overton get a good return? What kind of kick will we get? Squib. We've seen some short pop-ups. Ian Quarter has it on the tee. And it's going to be a shorter pop-up taken on the 12-yard line by Vance up to the 15, 20, 25, 30. And finally, the last man there brings him down. Evans was in there. Also in there was the kicker, Ian Quarter. Aiden Moore was over there. But a nice return that time by Addie Vance, who had a 30-yard touchdown run right before halftime, and they'll start at the 30. You can tell there's some tired boys out there because most of these guys playing both ways, offense, defense, anything on special teams. And we're down to 2.38 to go in the third quarter. Plenty of time left, but it's now a 10-point lead for Elwood. And they'll hand it off. Husenfeld straight ahead. Works his way over the center for a five-yard gain from the 35 to the 36-yard line. Good, strong run again. Playing with a banged-up hip coming into the football game. Overton just one first down on their first two possessions here of the quarter. Can't afford to give it up again in a game like we've had here today. Seems like they've been playing good defense, but Elwood has had some short fields to work with here this afternoon. Via special teams, Elwood blocked the punt, took it in from 33 yards out on that offensive drive, and they'll hand it off here to Lobby, and they upend him right away. Hunter Rios having a heck of a game defensively here. It's going to be a gain of a couple. It'll be third down and three. So, again, putting this in perspective for you, in the first half, Lobby had nine carries, 163 yards, and three touchdowns. In the second half, Lobby has six carries for 10 yards. 
What a difference Elwood has made here, switching things up defensively. Now can Overton counter. Third and three at their own 37. Need to get just across the midfield stripe. Johnson, long count, hands it to Husenfeld, follows Lobby, left side, has the first down, and a couple more to the 38-yard line. A gain of five, and move the chains here for the Eagles. A reminder, we've got more high school football coming your way tonight here on Power 99. 6-1 Arcadia Loop City at 7-0 Elm Creek. Pre-game at 6-30. Kickoff at 7 o'clock tonight. That's also obviously for district title in D1. So Overton trying to get a drive going here. As the big center Dalton Carlson comes over the football. Johnson calls the cadence. They empty the backfield. They're going to throw for the second time, and Ryan is wide open. He can dance into the end zone. Touchdown, Overton. The first one was picked. That one was completed for a 38-yard touchdown with 51 seconds remaining here in the quarter. And when you don't hardly ever throw it, you expect big plays when you do throw it. A 38-yarder. From Johnson to Ryan, and now the two-point conversion coming up for the Eagles. 36-32 Elwood. You can't even, when it was that wide open, you don't even know who didn't cover who on that one. There was nobody in the vicinity. He caught it at the 25 and could have ordered pizza and been able to be in the end zone. Johnson, quarterback sweep to try to get in, and there's nobody home. That's five Elwood Pirates in on the tackle. And you could pick any of them to make the tackle off the bottom of the pile, though. Kyle Hort and Evan Niemeyer in there. And that is a five-points bank touchdown, a 38-yarder thrown from Ryan Johnson to Wyatt Ryan. 51 seconds to go, third quarter. Elwood 36, Overton 32 on Power 99. Where does your money go when you deposit it? At Five Points Bank, the better bank, it stays in our community, works to make our community grow and prosper. Banking with Five Points Bank is the way to keep your money local and help our community grow. Bank with the better bank, your community bank. Five Points Bank. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Well, Wyatt Ryan, after hauling in the touchdown, is now ready to boot it away here. Each team with the same amount of touchdowns, the difference, the two-point conversions, a low-line drive squib kick that is going to be picked up at the 17-yard line here by Evans. Makes a man miss. 20, he's around the right side. 25-30. Ryan tries to bring him down, and he does, but he horse-collared him, and that's a 15-yard penalty. But what do you do? You don't tackle him. He's going to score. And he is going to be drugged down at the 37-yard line. But again, another short field coming up for the Elwood Pirates. It'll either be a horse collar or a face mask over there. Wyatt Ryan, the kickoff man, had to drag down Evans. And it's going to be a 15-yard penalty, although we have not had the first show here. Personal foul face mask is the call. That is the first non-five-yard penalty we've had in this contest, and it'll move the ball to the Overton 24. And Elwood 
Up by four. Here we go again. 41 seconds to go. Green in motion. Faking the pass and then shuts. Hit behind the line of scrimmage. And down he goes Surridge with the first sack of the second half. And that's a huge sack of nine yards. That is the sixth sack of the game for Overton. And this has happened about three times. Elwood gets great field position. Then all of a sudden they give up the sack. So as many good things as Shuts has done, he always thinks he's going to get rid of the ball. And that doesn't happen. Elwood, 10 seconds, is going to come over the ball here for what should be the final play of the quarter with a little bit of wind at their back. They line up in the I formation. Quarterback keeper here around the right side and nowhere to go, and I don't think they wanted to snap the ball. Coach Roper's over there very upset. He did not want them to snap the ball, and that is the end of the third quarter of play. And your score, Elwood 36, Overton 32. It was a gain of really nothing. Are they going to give him a couple? What is going to be the official call here? About three yards on the run by Connor Schutz. So it's going to be third and long when we return. Security First Bank in Overton proudly supports this high school broadcast and wish the athletes good luck in the competition. Security First Bank in Overton strives to improve the lives of families and businesses they serve with high quality financial services. With a small town friendly attitude, they treat each customer like a good neighbor and have been committed to those standards since 1898. Security First Bank in Overton, a relationship you can count on. Member FDIC. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Elwood is now going to face third and 20 at the 33-yard line of Overton. First play of the fourth quarter, shuts. They give Evans some cushion, and he has to go in and out of his hands. A nice hit by Husenfeld, or by uh, Kohanek. They let him have that cushion. They were giving him about a 10-yard completion, which would have given them an opportunity to go for it. But Kohanek came up and just knocked it out of his hands. Evans had it momentarily. But then it falls incomplete, and now decision time here for Elwood. Overton gave him a little too much cushion because that would have been a 10-12 yard completion easily. Now it's fourth down and 20. Shuts lines up to go for it. Let's see if they try to hard count him and then take delay a game or if they snap the ball. They snap it. Shuts, same play. Rolls left, rolls left. Now he's going to take off and run down the sideline 30-25-20. He doesn't get the first down. But he picks up about what you would have got on a punt anyway had it got into the end zone. They'll mark him down at the 20-yard line. That's going to be a gain, maybe the 21, a gain of 13, which will help out his running stats. But now Overton has the ball and can take the lead. Elwood had a possession there with the lead and the ball, but couldn't finish things off. So 36-32 is your score. Five touchdowns per team, but only one two-point conversion has been made by Overton, and that is the difference. Three have been made by Elwood. 
Spread the field with a couple of wideouts this time. Send Husenfeld in motion, but it's a pitch to Lobby. Fumble the football. Elwood has. Oh, they had it now. It's still loose, and the Pirates do have it. It looked like it was going to be scoop and score. It bounced right up into Kyle Hort's belly, but he didn't grab it, and it is covered by Hunter Rios. So one play and a fumble recovery, and that's the second turnover of the ball game. For Overton, and it'll be at the Overton 19. Huge play here in this football game. Shuts under center in the I formation. Toss play, right side. Kean Martin makes the tackle, and now we have a penalty flag on the run of Trevor Yerges. And outside of getting the first down, the first time they got in the I formation, the I formation has not been good here for Elwood. And we have our first hold of the football game, and it comes on a run play in the first minute of the fourth quarter, 36-32 Elwood. Don't forget when we're all done here, the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats and a rundown of the game. So that will be the fifth penalty for 30 yards against Elwood. Four penalties for 30 yards on Overton. But now a long yard situation again. First down and 20. Hand it off. Jurgis behind the line of scrimmage. Surridge gets him again. Elwood needs to get out of this eye. That is back behind the line of scrimmage from the night. Excuse me, from the 29 to the 32. Loss of three on the play. So Elwood a variety of times getting in good field position. And then ending up going the wrong way. Overton's defense needs to come up with a big play here. And they have been doing it. Second and 20. Now back to that pistol formation. Shuts in trouble again. Shuts going to be drugged down from behind. Morgan Olmstead all the way back at the 36-yard line. And now a flag on the play. You hope that that's not a face mask because you made such a good defensive play. Unsportsmanlike conduct on Elwood. So a loss on the play of one, but now a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct. And that happened pretty quick, so either something was said or maybe shut spiked the football, and the ball is all the way back at the Elwood 29. It is frequent flyer mileage. Elwood has to get to the Overton 9. They're at their own 29. And they're in the I formation. Shots, pitch play right side. Jurgis going to get what he can, and Jurgis breaks one tackle. Boy, he does a good job, but he goes nowhere. As there was four Overton Eagles finally putting him down is Addy Vance. So no gain for Jurgis. And Elwood's going to be lucky to punt it down to where the first down would have been. Great job by the Overton defense coming up with maybe a game-saving defensive stand right there. Garrett Wood comes on the field late here. I don't think Overton had enough guys out there. And the punt. Shanked off the side of the foot. And it's headed towards the Overton sideline. It stays in for about a four-yard roll to the 33-yard line. That is an 18-yard punt 
And Overton, first down and 10. Amazing. Overton fumbled the ball at their own 19-yard line. They get the ball back at their own 34. Plus 15 on a fumble. 9.57 to go in the game. Elwood 36, Overton 32, playing for the district title here on Power 99. So Lobby will stay in the backfield here. Johnson scored a touchdown pass. They'll fake the handoff. Here's the trap play to Hughes and Felt. That's worked most of the day, but this time they tackle him at the 40, and here comes a penalty flag. And this looks like a hold, and the back judge is calling it on the center. Dalton Carlson, he comes up and tells Dalton what he did. No face mask. Offensive face mask. Hands to the face. And the penalty flag is laying at the 35-yard line. So Husenfeld will get credit for a two-yard run. And then you're going to have a face mask penalty to back him up. Oh, excuse me, a five-yard penalty. That's a five-yard penalty. I guess. Yeah, this, this, this isn't right. And the side judge blows his whistle. This isn't right. So let's see. They've got to get it sorted out. The run was a six-yarder to the 40, but then there was an offensive face mask. And let's see, 5-15... Replay the down, and that's what's happening. So it's a five-yard face mask. So they're going to get six on the carry from Husenfeld. And then you get a five-yard face mask on Overton. And it'll be first down and nine. So twins to the right side for the first time tonight. And they'll pitch it out to Lobby that way, trying to lead the block. He'll turn up the field. He'll get stuck after about a three-yard gain to the 38 to the 39-yard line. And now Elwood's defense is sticking it in there. Hunter Rios on the tackle, but the man that stood up his blocker was Coy Bennett. And Bennett was the man that messed things up. A gain of four that time. It'll bring up second down and five yards to go. And again, they're doing a good job of keeping Lobby in check here in the second half. Nine minutes to go in the game, 36-32 Elwood. Second and five, Husenfeld in motion. They'll go trap play again to Lobby, and he's got room, 35-30, and he's done it again. 20-10, touchdown, Lobby, 41 yards, his fourth rushing touchdown of the ball game. They had been covering the trap, covering the trap, covering the trap, and that time, the trap got him again. 218 yards and four touchdowns for Ryan Lobby, but again, So far before that run here in the second half, eight carries for 14 yards. Eight carries for 14 yards, and then you bust the big one. A 41-yarder, and Overton is back on top with 8.51 to go in the game and the important two-point conversion. And Johnson pitch play, Hughes and Felt left side, and it isn't even close. Just swarmed over, and there on the tackle is Zach Dickow. And our five points bank touchdown is the fourth one of the game from Overton's Ryan Lobby, a 41-yarder on the trap, and 8.51 to go in the game. Overton, 38. Elwood, 36. The Eagles have scored the last two touchdowns, and we'll kick it off when we return. 
Anywhere fall activities take you, Friesen Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot. Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band, practices, to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford, just off I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Friesen Fourteen. Uh, Luke, Luke Glenn has just been uh, told what to run up here by the Elwood alum or folks. Uh, Luke Glenn, of course, an outstanding athlete at Shelton, one of the assistant coaches now here at Elwood. And Wyatt Ryan ready to boot it away. Lobby four touchdown runs in the game. Ryan has the touchdown reception. And let's see what he can do. Every kick has been returnable. It's a squib kick that's going to be taken at the 25-yard line, lowering his shoulder up to the 30 and hit hard at the 31, driving forward to the 32-yard line. It was Rios, the up man. But, boy, what a great job. Smith made the tackle. Christian Smith, and he might be shook up a little bit. That was a car-into-the-wall type of a collision, and Smith is going to come out of the football game here for at least a play. That was... Big boy versus big boy right there. So Overton will take over, or excuse me, Elwood will take over at their own 32-yard line. And back to pass shuts. Squares up. Keen Martin gets back there and trips him up. Now he did squeak forward for about a half a yard, so it will not be a sack. But again, Keen Martin has been giving them troubles, and the bigger defensive line is starting to maybe wear down that offensive line for Elwood, and again, we talked about lobby stats, shuts through for 162 yards in the first half, he's thrown for 29 in the second half, and one of those was an eight-yard touchdown pass to uh, Zacoby Evans, Zacob, Zacob Evans, excuse me, eight minutes to go in a game, and now Elwood down by two after back-to-back Overton touchdown, second and nine shuts, takes the snap. Looks left, throws it underneath. He's got his man open, and it is caught by Evans at the 35, dropped immediately at the Overton 34-yard line by Kolhanek. But a nice, nice completion there of 13 yards and a first down for Elwood. So it'll be first and 10 for Elwood. Trying to win this district championship, avenge last year's 50 to 28 loss to or 58 to 20 loss to uh, Overton, and it might just come down to who has the ball last. Seven and a half to go. 38-36 Overton. It's been a dandy. Shuts out of the backfield, looking deep, wide open was Evans, but he missed him, and now a penalty flag throws over the middle, and it's incomplete. He overthrew his intended receiver Trevor Yergis, but you've got a flag in the backfield. And that's probably going to be holding. And the flag is five yards deep. This is going to be another huge call against Elwood once they've made offensive progression. And there's a long discussion. We've got a face mask instead on the defense. So it looked like one of the Eagles got their hands in the face mask of the releasing wide receiver, and it's going to be a personal foul face mask. That is a huge call against Overton. That is two face masks here in this fourth quarter. And that will move it from the 35 down to the 20-yard line. And an Elwood first down. So marks it at the 19. 
First and ten here for Elwood, looking to get back in the lead. Elwood fans making some noise on the far side. Glad you're with us. On power 99, shuts, throws over the middle of the field. It's a little underthrown, but caught at the 10-yard line. A nine-yard completion. And Evans is there again. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney Elwood Overton of the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Hastings, Lexington, and Holdridge, and Lincoln. To all the folks listening over at Johnson Lake, not a lake day, but it sure looks like one. Second and one at the 10. Elwood down two, 6.40 to go. Shuts in the pistol. They send Green motion to the left, and that's where Shuts is going to follow him. He'll get the first down. He stays on his feet. He stood up at the five and then knocked down hard at the three. Between the three and the four, Shuts got popped pretty good. And he comes up a little, I don't know, wind knocked out of him, Kippy. You can tell he got hit, though. And it's going to be a gain of six for Shuts. First and goal at the four. And again, a lot of folks say that's why they lost the game to Axtell was Shuts got knocked out. And they weren't able to go with him the rest of the way. First and goal at the four. And it looks like they're going to run that wildcat again here with Jacob Evans as the quarterback. He'll take it straight to the right side, tries to sprint to the corner, and he's in there. Touchdown, Elwood. Evans from four yards away. And the Pirates are back on top with exactly six minutes to go in the game, 42-38. to 38. Five points bank touchdown. A four-yard run from Evans. And again, the crucial two-point conversion because now the Pirates can go up by six. The teams have scored the same number of touchdowns, but Overton can take a touchdown lead if they can convert here. And again, Evans stays in as the quarterback. Same formation, double wing. Evans takes the snap and has to fall down. I think they had a little miscommunication on the snap count. The line went. The wingbacks didn't move, and so they didn't get a block on anybody, and the run is no good. So with six minutes to go in the game, it is Elwood, 42, Overton, 38 on Power 99. What if there were an easier way to make sense of farm data, a smarter way to make decisions, a better way to harness the power of precision agriculture? There is. Introducing Agellum by CHS. Agellum is a customizable farm planning and management platform that analyzes your farm's unique data, empowering better agronomic and economic decisions. Contact your CHS agronomist or yield point specialist to get started. Agellum, activating data. Doug Duda with you here. Our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth. Glad to have you along with us. Two hours so far of pretty exciting football. We'll have a news update at the end of the ball game, and our uh, concert vault will be coming that way as well. But right now, it is going to be Elwood to boot it away again. Line drive kick headed towards the sidelines. Picked up at the 10-yard line by Kulhanek. Right hash, 15-20, reverses his field. 25, stiff arm, 30. Strung out, 35-40. Down the sideline into Elwood territory. Inside the 30, inside the 20. And finally brought down at the 18-yard line. The best kick return of the ball game. No flag. So Overton has it first and 10 at the 18. 
Nice return by Kohanic. After he bobbled the kickoff. And this is the best starting field position by far today for Overton. Crazy thing is, they score too quick. Elwood's going to have a lot of time. We've had some quick scores in this football game, especially from Overton and Ryan Lobby. Over 200 yards and four touchdowns. And he is the fullback again with Husenvelt flanked to the right side in motion. Johnson takes it, gives it to Elijah. Elijah hit in the backfield, and Rios will make the tackle. No gain on the play. It'll be second down and ten. Again, plenty of football going on tonight. Our game here on Power 99, undefeated Elm Creek, will host 6-1 Arcadia Loop City here at 6-1 Elwood, leading 5-2 Overton for the district title. 42-38. Clock ticking with 5-20 to go in a ball game. And Overton trying to get back on top. On second down, pitch play lobby right side, ankle tackled, but falls forward for about four. Connor shuts, drug him down. They're going to say a three-yard gain to the 16. 221 yards unofficially for Ryan Lobby and those four touchdowns. Connor shuts obviously, has been in charge offensively for Elwood, and the good thing is he made that tackle. He came back after being... Uh, Tackled hard the play before the touchdown that Evans ran in. Over to using some time here. They've got third down and seven at the 16-yard line. Lobby in the back. Husenfeld in motion. They want to throw. Johnson down the middle of the field. There's nobody there. They were looking for Lobby. Hank Green was on the coverage. But the other two times his wide receiver had released, this time they were looking for Lobby, and it just wasn't there. Johnson says, I'm not messing around. I'm throwing it away. An interception, a touchdown pass, and that incompletion are the three pass attempts in this game for Overton. And now fourth down. It had been Elwood that had trouble with great field position moving the ball. Now Overton, after the great kick return to the 19, faces fourth and seven at the Elwood 16, down four with four and a half to go. Lobby the back, Johnson, the count. He drops back to pass, looking, steps up in the pocket, he's sacked. It's Connor Schutz. Ran him into lobby, and down he went. Back at the 20-yard line. A loss of four. That is the first sack of the ball game. Of course, on only four passes, you're not going to get that many opportunities, but Connor Schutz makes two big tackles on that defensive series, and now Elwood takes over, and a touchdown might do it. 42-38. Do they try to grind it out and use a lot of clock and get the job done that way? Or do they need to go score? And again, they're playing without Timmy Smith today. Hurt his ankle in practice just yesterday. Back to that I formation. And Schutz going to pitch it to the backfield, trying to get to the corner. Trevor Yergis, the key here is to stay in bounds, but he didn't. Got to stay in bounds. A gain of two, but it stops the clock with 4.18 to go. Yergis unofficially in the football game. Has carried the ball 10 times for 38 yards. Shuts 25 yards, but he's been sacked six times, so a lot of negative yardage there to wipe out any good runs that he's had. Second down and eight. Ball at the 22 of Elwood, staying out of the eye. And they're going to hand it off to Green. Green left side, stiff arm, first down, 30-yard line, but steps out of bounds again. At the 32-yard line, 33-yard line, nice run by Green. 
as he is able to move the ball up the football field. And another first down here for Elwood. They'll mark it at the 33. A gain of 12 on the run by Green, just his third carry. First down and 10 at their own 33, staying out of the eye. They'll hand it to the fullback this time, which is Green, and he has stood up after a short game, about two yards up to the 35. And the key now is to just keep your hands on it, and they're unpiling them. they got some of the equipment uh, tied up down there between Keen Martin and Hank Green. And you can hear the offensive coordinator for Elwood well, radio down to his coaches. He said, we only used six seconds the last two plays because we ran out of bounds. Now that clock is ticking. Both teams have two timeouts remaining. There's still plenty of time here, but Elwood probably has to get in the end zone. 3.30 to go. Second and eight, Elwood at their own 35-yard line, leading at 42-38. to 38. Now shuts out of the shotgun, hands it off to Yurgis around the right side of a good open field tackle. The ball's fumbled, and Overton did not get it. It was right in front of their bench as they're jumping up and down. Elwood fumbles it for the first time, but Yurgis is able to get on top of his own fumble. It is a gain of five, or about, yeah, about five out to the 38-yard line. And it did stay in bounds, so we're under three minutes to go. Biggest lead, Elwood had it by 10 twice. Both times, Overton came back and took the lead. Now Elwood's up four with 2.45 to go. Third down and five. Shuts out of the pistol. Wants to throw, has pressure from Keen Martin. He avoids that, rolls right now. He's going to run up the middle of the football field. Has the first down. Shuts elusiveness again. Smith brings him down, but after he gets the six that he needed, first and ten with 2.31 to go. Connor shuts with a big scramble run. It is amazing. The coaches talked about what they needed to do. Contain shuts if you were Overton. Take care of lobby and that big offensive line if you're the Elwood defense, and that's where the points have come from today. Now Overton's going to have to start thinking about using their two timeouts. Elwood will not have to snap it until about two minutes here. Although this should have been a 25-second count. They wait for the back judge to start signaling, and now shuts. Nope, it's going to be Evans on the direct snap. He runs to the left side, and a penalty flag comes out here in the middle of the football field after a short gain. Connor Schutz going up against Morgan Olmstead. They were the only two guys in the middle of the field, and it's holding on Elwood. That will allow them to run a little more clock because they'll have to redo first down. I think if I'm Overton, you might think about declining it. They're walking it off already. It would have been second in about eight and a half. Instead, it'll be first in about 18 and a half. So it'll be a hold on Overton. That's three penalties here in this fourth quarter. Two face masks and a hold. Elwood had two big penalties as well. First down and 19. Out of the eye formation. They'll hand it to the fullback, Green. He's just trying to hold on to the football. Overton's trying to strip it. Surge is in there on the tackle, and Overton will use the timeout 
after a three-yard gain by Green. And that'll be the second timeout for the Eagles. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with the score. Elwood 42, Overton 38, a minute 45 to go. It'll be second down and 17 for Elwood when we return. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Blue Cheese Bacon Steak Burger. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Back in the Carney Towing Repair Broadcast booth here at Elwood. Thanks to all the fine sponsors from the Elwood and Overton area. And we're looking forward to the playoffs beginning next week. The brackets come out on Monday. And hopefully we've got a lot of teams I know in our area to cover. And these two will be in the mix. Who would think that Elwood would be the team that could grind out the last four minutes on the ground? Second and 17. Overton trying to stop him. Pitch play, Jurgis left side, follows his blocks, gets a couple of yards. And Overton's going to go ahead and use their final timeout right here. A gain of two. And that'll be it for Overton, stopping the clock with 1.38 to go. It'll be third down at about 14 to go. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We'll be right back. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. All right, third down at about 14 here for Elwood. They are at their own 39-yard line, leading Overton 42-38. to Overton has already used their timeouts. So if Elwood just kind of runs it up the middle of the football field here, you would think that Overton would get the ball back between 50 and 53 seconds. And let's see if they try to get the first down. Schutz is going to be the quarterback out of the pistol, and they are looking to throw. Shuts throws down the middle of the field, and there's going to be pass interference, and that's going to do it. Trying to get the ball to Hunter Rios. Addy Vance ran up over his back because Rios slowed down to make the catch, and the gamble pays off here for Elwood. Now, remember, pass interference in high school football isn't an automatic first down, but it is third and 14 and a half. This should be enough for the first down once they mark it off. They're waiting to look at that. But even if it isn't, it's going to be third down and a half a yard. Huge, huge penalty in a game that didn't have many penalties at all. We have four of them in the fourth quarter on Overton. And this should be enough for the first down. Let's find out. Well, they mark it down. I would request the chains being brought in if I was the Elwood coaches. Well, nope, they're just going to call first down. They're just going to call first down, and that'll do it. Elwood just has to take a couple of knees, and they're going to go from 1-7 to 7-1, and and district champions on their way to the state playoffs with a home game, and Overton's five-game winning streak will come to an end. I don't want to draw the Eagles at 5-3. I'm telling you that right now out west. 
as they line up in the victory formation. They haven't had to go victory formation much this year because of the deficit or the uh, games that they've led in. And they'll take the uh, snap and knee it down right there. Usually the backups are in the football game. The only time was Medicine Valley. That was the only, and uh, Pleasanton, I should say, uh, were the two one-score games that they were in. And coming up, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. We'll have the final stats for you. Elwood found a way outside of one time in the second half to stop the trap play of Overton. They blocked a punt. They were able to do a variety of different things. Coach Roper says go ahead and take one more knee, and they'll have to snap it once more. It'll be third down, and all they need is that clean center exchange from Ian Corder to quarterback Connor Schutz, who's under center. And Elwood will win their final ever regular season game because, remember, next year they co-op with Eustace Farnham, and they will be Highline. And now they can snap it whenever they want. What a game here this afternoon. Fun one to call. Thanks to the coaches and all the sponsors. Schutz comes under center. Takes the snap. Takes the knee. And that's it. The final 15 seconds will run off the clock. And the Pirates of Elwood are district champions. 42-38 to 38 over the Overton Eagles. And both teams are now headed to the D2 state football playoffs. The New West Post Game Show is coming up next on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Overton Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and all area high school teams in and out of the game this year. Call Overton Sand and Gravel for when you need it rocked. Overton Sand and Gravel is the only name you need to remember. They carry everything from crushed concrete to river rock, decorative rocks, and gravel for driveways. There's no job too big or small for Overton Sand and Gravel. Commercial or residential, concrete, and other rock. Overton Sand and Gravel, serving Overton and surrounding areas. To be a Platte River Prep School sponsor, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. Plum 30 KHIS. Yes, yes. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. It's time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. What a fun game. What a game. Could be played ten times and you could have a four-point win by either of these teams. And we mentioned it numerous times. It came down to the two-point conversions. The teams scored the same amount of touchdowns, but it was Elwood who was able to get two more two-point conversions to beat Overton 42-38. 
238. And here is a look at the unofficial final numbers that we had for Overton. Elijah Hughes felt 14 carries, 56 yards. Addie Vance, one carry, 30 yards, and a touchdown. Ryan Lobby, 19 carries, 221 yards, and four touchdowns. Ryan Johnson, three carries, no yards, sacked once, and there was one team fumble for negative two. 38 rushing attempts, 305 yards for Overton, but uh, 80 of that, 75 of that, was all they were able to manage in the second half, and the big run, a 41-yarder from Lobby, uh, was the touchdown that they were able to score, so uh, they really held him in check in the second half. Through the air, Ryan Johnson was only asked to put it up uh, four times in this football game. Uh, One of those was on a conversion. He was one for three, 38 yards, one interception, and a touchdown. So 38 through the air, 305 on the ground unofficially, 343 for Overton and 12 first downs. They had three punts that averaged 17 yards, and the fourth one got blocked. Two turnovers, the interception, and a fumble, and they did not score. Overton fumbled it at their own 19, and then they shoved Elwood back and got a short punt. They actually gained yardage on that whole possession. They ended up with one penalty in the first half, seven in the second half. Four of those were in the fourth quarter of play, including the key one on third down and 14, a pass interference. But, again, you can't just look at that one play. It's just one of those things that happens. Eight penalties, 75 yards for Overton. 343 total yardage, two turnovers, three punts, a fourth one was blocked, and 12 first downs. Overton now five and three. We'll come back and look at the final numbers for Elwood after this on the New West Post Game Show. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on Power 99. A reminder, we will have a news update in our concert vault in between games right after our post-game show. And then at the end of the football game tonight between Elm Creek and Arcadia Loop City, the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. So we'll be on the air at 6.30, 7 o'clock kickoff in the scoreboard show at around 9.30 tonight. Here's a look at the final numbers unofficially for Elwood playing today without Timmy Smith, who was injured in practice yesterday with an ankle, and they hope to have him back for the playoff game next Thursday. Trevor Yerges, 12 carries, 45 yards. Hank Green, 5 carries, 17 yards. Zacob Evans, 3 carries, 12 yards, and a touchdown. 
Connor Schutz, 24 carries, 31 yards, two touchdowns, but he was sacked seven times in this football game by the Overton defense. So rushing, 44 carries, 105 yards for Elwood. Through the air, Schutz was 10 of 15 in the first half with an interception, two touchdowns, and again, that interception was a heave on the final play of the half. 162 yards in the first half. And then in the second half, Five of eight, no interceptions, one touchdown, and 52 yards of total offense. So for the game, 15 of 23 through the air for Schutz. He had one interception, and he had two touchdown passes in this contest. Did I get that right? Let me double-check here. Yes, uh, Schutz, Schutz, yes, that's correct. And then uh, total offense, he had 214 through the air, 105 on the ground. They had a lot of short fields today. Overton actually outgains Elwood. Elwood, 319 yards, but they had 19 first downs, four punts in the game. Uh, two of them were nice, 40 and 45. The other two, not so nice, 18 and 20. Had just the one turnover, which was key. That was the interception on the last play of the first half. Six penalties for 45 yards. 185 yards in the first half, and then, of course, that was held down to just 124, 34 in the second half. So 319, resulting in 19 first downs, four punts, one turnover, six penalties for 45 yards. Let's do our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Elwood took the ball to start the game, and the scoring commenced right there. A two-yard run by Connor Schutz completed a 59-yard drive. The key play was a third and 10, 24-yard screen pass to Urias, took it down to the two-yard line. Schutz's run made it 8 to nothing, 8.58 to go in the first quarter. 54 seconds later, the first of four. Ryan Lobby touchdown runs from 27 yards out. It was a three-play drive that uh, took 50 yards. The run, though, was no good, 8-6. to six. They did force Elwood to give the football up, and then Ryan Lobby went 59 yards. The run was no good to complete a 72-yard drive, 12-8 to eight, Overton, 5.32 to go in the first quarter. Elwood answers right back as Schutz has his first touchdown pass to Hank Green, who ran the final 25 of the 43 yards to complete a 57-yard drive. Evans ran it in, 4.49 to go first quarter, made it 16-12. to 12. Then the first turnover of the game for Overton, a tipped pass on their first pass attempt was picked off by Jacob Evans. He returned it to midfield, and Elwood marched the 40 yards. Schutz took it in from five yards out with 9.11 to go. The two-point run no good, 22-12. to 12. Then back-to-back scores by Overton. A 42-yard run by Lobby, a two-play 49-yard drive, 8.23 to go in the half. The run was no good, 22-18 to 18 Elwood. And then Vance on his only carry, a 30-yard trap play on third and five with 47 seconds to go in the second quarter. Lobby did make the two-point run, and that took us to halftime with Overton leading it 26-22. to Overton got the ball to start the third quarter, but wasn't able to do anything with it. Short field for Elwood, a 38-yard drive, commences with a fourth and four touchdown run from 16 yards out by Schutz. The two-point run was no good, but they're back on top, 28-26. to Then Schutz blocks a punt. They take over at the Overton 33. Schutz hits Evans on an eight-yard touchdown pass to complete the 33-yard drive. Then Schutz hits Jurgis on a two-point conversion, 244 to go in the third quarter, and it's the second 10-point lead of the game for Elwood, 36-26. But here comes Overton again. A 38-yard pass from Ryan Johnson to a 
a wide open Wyatt Ryan completed a 50-yard drive with 51 seconds to go in the third. The run was no good. Made it 36-32. Elwood still on top. Then Rios comes away with a fumble recovery at the over to 19-yard line. You kind of thought Elwood might put it away right there. But instead of moving into the end zone, they get pushed back all the way to their 29, a 14-yard punt, and Overton actually took over in better position than where they fumbled the football. And Ryan Lobby busted off another 41-yarder, and they took the lead back, even though the run was no good. Overton on top, 38-36 with 8.51 to go. Then Evans, after a beautiful run by Schutz, took it down to the 4 yard line. Jacob Evans takes it in from four yards out. The run was no good, but it made it 42 to 38. Elwood. Elwood was able to stop Overton and then run off the last four minutes of the ball game and win it by that score, 42 to 38. That is our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent. And we'll wrap it up on the New West Post Game Show next. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Great football game here today in Elwood. Thanks to Athletic Director Kurt Bonjoff, all of the fine folks for their sponsorship. We look forward to following what Elwood and Overton do in the playoffs that begin one week from today. The final score, despite Ryan Lobby rushing for 221 yards and four touchdowns, Connor Schutz did a great job himself today, offensively and defensively. He was able to uh, get two rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown in the first half. He had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown in the second half to account for five scores, and Elwood edges Overton 42-38. to For our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Join us back here on Power 99 in about one hour as undefeated Elm Creek takes on 6-1 Arcadia Loop City. Stay with us for more high school football here on Power 99. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.